Welcome everybody to a special Poke Guardian podcast. We're doing a 2020 Pokemon TCG year in review. I'm Taj here from Pokitaj, and I'm here with Zachariah from Poke Guardian. Hello everyone. So 2019 has been was a strong final year for Sun and Moon Pokemon TCG, and we said hello to some Sword and Shield themed sets and products. So 2020 for the Pokemon TCG has to be one of our craziest years to date. Uh, organized play has been officially suspended. This year was a year of Charizard by a long margin, a huge surge in popularity with records being broken every time. And there's still yet more to come next year during the 25th anniversary of Pokemon, which has the potential to be just as good, if not better than this year. So we're going to look back and review this year's highlights and low points from the Pokemon TCG. Amongst many things that happened globally this year during the COVID-19 pandemic, this year was nothing but normal. We'll look back from the beginning of 2020 up to now and discuss each month of the year. January 2020 saw some major changes to the Pokemon TCG gameplay. Uh, First turn, no supporter rule came into play. Essentially, this meant players could no longer use a supporter card in their first turn. That was in addition to what was already introduced earlier of no attacking. So that changed the mentality of how people would approach the game. There was also an introduction of the regulation mark uh, that was officially announced. The regulation mark on the bottom of each card now signifies what year a card was released and what standard format it falls in, making it easier for players to predict when a card potentially could go out of rotation. There's also a further announcement around fairy types no longer being supported in the Sword and Shield era. So fairy type Pokemon wouldn't be released and the fairy type energy wasn't seen in standard booster packs, though they did still appear in ETBs. Moving on to other stories during January, Game Mania Ultrecht uh, ran a giveaway exclusive with Atsushi Nagashima and Kitano Yuji signed cards were given out at a midnight release. Now, this was really interesting, wasn't it, Zachariah? Yeah, yeah. I wish I could uh, attend that uh, event, but it was a midnight event. So, uh, yeah, I couldn't uh, be there. So I had to work, essentially. And uh, I think these jumbo cards are very large, if I am not mistaken. Yeah, so anyone um, who attended this midnight opening, I think the first 75 attendees reserved a special goodie bag and gi- giant signed cards by uh, both individuals, which was like, this was announced literally last minute as well, I think. It's a few days before the set release. So it was like almost uh, a secret midnight release that people sort of got to know of at a very late date so you couldn't have pre-predicted it or planned to visit uh internationally i suppose last minute because it was very very last minute yeah which is which is uh, good because uh potential uh outsiders uh outside of the netherlands could have attended this event and I tried to snipe some uh, of these uh, cards, essentially. I think it was like um, maybe one each week 
before the event happened. Yeah. Uh, the, the being re- revealed. But yeah, it was a very nice uh, event. I think maybe the UK did an event as well, but I'm not sure about that. Yeah, um, I can't remember if we did in the UK or not. No. They, they held a launch event, if I'm not mistaken. They did. Yeah. But not but not as widely uh, public. As, uh, yeah, like like a big store, you know. Yeah, I think it was more so, of a press release media event that they ran. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Right, moving on, um, we had some product news as well. We had the Tag Team Powers Collection revealed on Poke Guardian in January. It was finally some um, of the special art cards we saw in Tag All-Stars being revealed in uh, English language product which was very interesting to see because we got the Umbreon and Darkrai GX alternate art as well as the Espeon and Deoxys. And we saw the Eevee full art as well as a very strange edition, which is a Camera GX. Uh, no, not Camera, sorry. Um, <laughs> I always get this one wrong. Um, Caracosta GX, uh, yes. which was a Pokemon gym promo. Um, originally in Japan, that was also a promo in this box. So, quite an interesting box. Had two versions, I believe, um, with a different oversized versions of either the Umbreon and Darkrai or the Espeon and Deoxys um, cards. So, that was um, a very interesting product that came out in March, but we obviously had revealed back in January on Poke Guardian. Um, moving on. Geostore exclusive Pikachu uh, Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX promo was revealed in January as well. This promo came out March the 6th in Japan and all you had to do was spend 900 yen on Pokemon card game products and you would get this uh, promo card which was uh, SM well, Sword and Shield promo number 36 in Japan. Uh, very nice sort of painted artwork style. Um, of card uh, very very yeah. much um, reminiscent of the DX Pokemon Dungeon artwork and a very very popular card I think yeah I think uh, it, it, it already is aging very well not necessarily in price yeah. because it's still obtainable for I think maybe $30 but yet I don't remember uh, it being revealed in January if I'm really <laughs> honest it feels like much more recent. Yeah. And um, the game was released in March. Uh, so if I'm not mistaken, yeah, I, I think this is one of the better promos uh, that is a little bit underrated, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, and coming back to the, the Tech Team uh, All-Star, no, Tech Team Powers Collection. Yeah. That box was a little bit weird to me because they uh, thrown in a Caracosta GX, like you mentioned, it was a gym promo. Yeah. So it was a last minute. Hey, uh, it doesn't fix into a. Uh, it doesn't fit into a GX box. So <laughs> just uh, throw it in uh, to, for good measure, so we can uh, release all the promos that are left. And uh, same with um, the Reggie Gigas promo. Yeah. Yes. It, it didn't belong in there, if I'm really honest. But I think that box was really nice, really really nice. And by the way. Uh, the the special art uh, Espion and uh, Deoxys and Umbreon and Darkrai promos are below five dollars or something right now. That's insane. 
yeah, I can't believe how cheap they are. They are like amazing artwork. And I I can see those being very collectible in the future. Very nice cards indeed. Absolutely. So February um, saw news on the 3rd of February on PokeGuardian about the Pokemon League Cup promo and playmat that was revealed for Sword and Shield. It essentially showed us uh, the promos that we were expecting um, for play, which was February's, we got Rillaboom, March was Cinderace, uh, April we had Inteleon, and then the League Challenge was a Frostmoth card, and the League Cup was uh, the Quick Ball. Uh, promo and the champions mat was of a Lapras um, VMAX. Interesting note about this you've got, haven't you, Zachariah? Yes, I think these were the, the last ever uh, league promos uh, to be given out for before it was suspended. Yep. I personally uh, obtained uh, the, the Intellion, uh, Cinderace, and Realboom. Uh, promos and that the ones that had the store indeed would get a frost moth but um yeah i think this was the last ever uh batch of uh, leak uh, the first last the last uh, season b- before it was fully sus- suspended yeah and uh, yeah <laughs> i wish i uh, uh we had gotten more promos of different sets yeah but um, yeah, that's how it is. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, due to obviously the global pandemic, everything came to a standstill. But it's interesting to see that obviously we at least did get some Sword and Shield ones um, early on. And these were the last ones that were ever issued. So that's quite interesting. We also then had um, the Pokemon Sword and Shield base set 2020 regional championships promo card and playmat that were revealed. So the playmat itself, um, we had um, featuring... One, I think, featured Zashian, didn't it? Which yeah. was, I think that one was, was that the Collinsville Regionals? No, uh, Malmo. Malmo, yep. And then Zamazenta was um, featured on one of the mats as well for Regionals. Um, there's also Professor's Research, um, a reverse hollow promo card for the championships as well. And I think these were the last championships that were played as well. From my yeah, understanding. I think so. I think so. Yeah. And they took place between uh, February 28th and March the 1st. Um, so that was interesting to see as well. Uh, moving on, we had Snorlax v Sword and Shield Store Jumbo promo card uh, revealed. So in the UK and in Europe, we had um, something that would be introduced and then follow through for the rest of the year for um, the Sword and Shield era, we had um, jumbo card promos with a stamp on them, which I don't think we'd really seen widespread prior to Sword and Shield. Uh, We normally have normal size cards with a stamp on them. Mm -hmm. I don't remember seeing jumbo cards before Sword and Shield with uh, promo stamps for a set. Um, But this was really interesting. We had Snorlax V... Um, we definitely got it in the UK from game and it was um, available throughout Europe as well. Um, usually it was a spend of around 10 euros or 10 pounds would qualify you to get this promo. Um, so you just basically go in store and make a purchase. Um, and I remember I spotted this in the window um, on my local <laughs> game store and took a picture through, through, yes. through the window one night when, um, 
when this is being revealed. But I think in the USA, they did get a Snorlax VMAX. And we yeah, thought there might did. have been a, a pattern that would have evolved from this. But yeah. um, it didn't really follow through too much going forward. But this is quite a nice nice start to the Sword and Shield era um, when we got these promos. We also saw in pre-releases that had taken place, the new reverse hollow pattern, um, which was obviously revealed for Sword and Shield, which introduced a new style to the reverse hollow. So it was a sort of horizontal line with little um, V sort of symbols breaking up the boxes with a symbol in there. Uh, this is a bit like Marmite, as we would say in the UK. You either love it or you hate it. <laughs> Um, yeah yes it is very much there are people who love this hollow pattern but others who don't and there's certain color types where the hollow pattern actually makes it a lot more difficult to read the card text um and some people have complained about that um compared to for example the sun and moon reverse hollow but it does give an interesting effect especially when you hold it in certain lights how the different parts of the hollow card reflect um so yeah it is one of those things you either love it or you hate it but um that was obviously revealed when we started seeing the reverse hollows for the first time in pre-releases. And then we had uh, an announcement for a product that was coming out the same day as Rebel Clash on May the 1st. It was the Sword and Shield figure collection box. Now, this basically gave us what in Japan was Sword and Shield promo number one, but English was Sword and Shield promo 20, which was a Pikachu promo featuring all the Galarian starters in the background. And it came with a nice little figure of all the Galarian starters um, in a nice presentation box. Um, it's a really nice... I love the artwork on this box and the way that they presented it. It came with four packs. Um, I think two of them were Rebel Clash um, in that box as well. And the promo, yeah. obviously, is is a stunning promo. Um I agree. It was, yeah, it was definitely one of those, I know you at the time were telling people, you know, get hold of this promo if you can, because it was, um, it's definitely iconic and very collectible uh, promo indeed. Yes. And um, yeah, this promo introduced uh, essentially a, a new era, a new generation. Um, I did not expect this promo to be released uh, outside of Japan yep. or at Asia. And uh, that's something that uh, tradition broke uh, has been broken a little bit. That many uh, Japanese promos would stay exclusive to Japan, and we are indeed getting more and more uh, products that, um, yeah, from yeah that would be Japanese exclusive. They just th throw it in in there in, in a box, and I think that's awesome. Um, and the product design of this specific box is just on point. The figure is also really uh, good quality. Uh, the paint is very nice. Yeah, very, very solid product. Uh, yeah, I was, I was really surprised with the quality of the figure, to be, to be honest. It yeah. was like exceptionally good for the price. I mean, the figure alone was probably worth the same price as the box, as you're about to mention. Yes, yeah, $20. $20 is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely great yeah. value. But um, I think, yeah, you're right. Uh, this, 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 we should have seen this at the time as, as a sign of things changing because I got caught out later on in the year about breaking Japanese tradition 
and this was the first <laughs> first sign of it and, and it should have sort of raised alarms at the time but uh, I think in hindsight <laughs> you, you look back and you think okay yeah they did show us that they were going to change the mold with this with this era and they definitely did going forward so that was February exactly. in a summary <laughs> Okay, March saw some interesting uh, products being revealed, and it started off with what we saw as a Pikachu and a Zekrom GX and a Reshiram and Charizard GX uh, League Battle Deck product information that was leaked. So two separate League Battle Decks were released, uh, were leaked, and it was very interesting to see what we were going to get with those, including some amazing staple cards. Now, this seemed to be the start of a trend that, Pokemon Company um, did with the TCG about releasing a lot of playable, super quality cards and products and putting amazing staple cards in players' hands. Wouldn't you agree, Zachariah? Yeah, I uh, agree. This was uh, indeed a very, very nice year uh, for Pokemon Company International products. Wow, I was shocked. When, not, not not really shocked, but I was really surprised. Uh, such cards uh, with such playability at the time and even now uh, are released in the, in the League Battle deck. And before that, they um, I think they released uh, the Ultranic Crosma in the Requaza GX uh, box. Yeah. Um, the cards uh, itself were not so special, but uh, they included Jirachi from Team Up. Yeah. And this deck, both I think both release, uh, yeah, I think both had Jurachi in there, which was the value was just twenty four ninety nine dollars. Come on, yeah, <laughs> almost battle ready decks at your hands for that price. Yeah, it, it was amazing. Absolutely, amazing. these are super powerful decks for what you were getting. A great value for money, and it also it was. It just meant that you could buy a product that you could then go to a Pokemon League with and play fairly competitively. Um, but the important thing was you also got the online TCG code card with these, didn't you? Yeah. Which gave yes. you the full deck online as well. So again, you had a very good core set to start with that you very only needed to tweak a little bit to make it super competitive. But it was very competitive um, as it was. So some very good products. So those were revealed. Um, we also had some other products revealed in Japan. So we had the Sword and Shield starter sets of VMAX um, starter decks, which were the Charizard VMAX and the Grimmsnarl VMAX, which were revealed. This, I think, was um, pretty epic because obviously Charizard is super popular. And to have a Charizard <laughs> VMAX in a starter deck... <laughs> You know, uh, which retailed at, I think it was like 1,500 yen, which equates to about $15, was yeah. was crazy, you know. Um, it also showed how powerful the VMAX cards could, could be because I think they were both 330 um, HP, so yeah. very strong cards, um, and obviously came with the V's equivalents as well of those cards. So nice product that was revealed uh, was released in March on March twenty seventh. So that was a very nice product as well. Um, and we later saw that them making their way over to English sets as well. Um, we also saw legendary heartbeat um, 
Pokemon card information revealed and a Marnie merchandise uh, line as well. So Legendary Heartbeat was gonna, was released in July, but we started to see the leaks coming out of products um, yes. back in March. And I think this, this excited yourself and myself and everybody else just with the name, didn't it? Legendary Heartbeat. <laughs> Yes, amazing uh, product. I immediately, as I saw this dummy pack artwork, yeah, I just rushed to my friend in Japan. Please order it the second it gets available. Yep. at your Pokemon card gym because that one is is being popular. Yeah, <laughs> and will sell out as soon as possible when it's released. Yeah, um, this this one um, did not. At, at the time, we did not know what uh, Legendary Harpet exactly contained. Yeah. But um, a lot of um, people already saw, hey, this could be a new Shining Legends-esque uh, set. And it uh, will, uh, was afterwards. Yeah. So, um, yeah, amazing uh, product. Um, and, and it set a new uh, type of product for... Um, uh, subsets in Japan, yeah. so um, which is also a very nice addition to uh, do the, the Pokemon Center limited boxes, which you would uh, see in every main set in Japan. Very happy with it. Yeah, it's a very nice product indeed, and of course, legendary heartbeat. Yeah, I, I started speculating at the time, looking back at the release patterns of um, Sun and Moon, what legendary heartbeat possibly could could contain. So that was uh, yeah. Very good times with that. Um, trainers toolkit. Let's let's look at English product again. So the Sword and Shield trainers toolkit was revealed, <laughs> and we had more information about the League battle decks. Obviously, uh, officially being revealed, and the yeah. artwork was revealed as well. That was uh, on fourth of March. Um, so the toolkit was a very very interesting product indeed. Um, we got the information about it, and. I don't. Did we get the information at the time that it featured the did it today name promo? We didn't, did the, we? No, it was later in, uh, in, I think, in April or something. Yeah. Um, at the time, we did not know what it contained. Uh, only um, a uh, what was it? I think it, yeah, only some staple cards. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't even know about the NGX at the time. Yeah. It was later on in the year. And I think even at the time, I just looked at what this potential of this product was. And I, I think I ordered two at the time because it was really good value because you had four booster packs in there as well of Rebel yeah. Clash. Um, and I think it was a $25 product, which I think no, we would... No, no, It didn't contain Rebel Clash. One of each set so far released. Sorry, that's what it was. Yeah. 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 Um, so, Yeah. It was a very, very good um, product and people started speculating at the time as well. Um, and yeah, it turned out to be a very, very decent product going forward. So we had that news about the battle decks and the toolkits. And we also had the Legends of Galart tins revealed in March as well. So early on in March, we found out that Zashian V and Zamazenta V were both getting a tin called the Legend of Galar's tin. And it was going to be released May the 22nd. Uh, suggested retail price $25. And the interesting thing was um, they were exactly the same cards, but with alternate art of yeah. what the Zashian V and Zamazenta V we got 
in Sword and Shield. Now, the important thing is Zashian V is super, super playable. So again, this is another example of a super playable card being um, made easily available, I suppose. Um, Yeah, amazing. It was just phenomenal. And we did see a lot of places actually sell the Zashian tin for a lot higher (laughs) price than the Zamazenta as well, simply because of the fact they knew that the promo was worth um, a bit more, which was a bit, you know, um, this is a bit of a trend we've seen with certain theme decks, yeah. etc., as well going forward, yes. where it, uh, if they're not a national sort of chain store and they're more of a, a specialist uh, online TCG reseller um, or a TCG um, certain uh, local game stores, they were pricing things according to their knowledge of popularity of certain cards which which was a bit of a shame really um but then again they were all from from a seller's point of view they were looking at things from what's going to sit on the shelf what's going to sell and they unfortunately have to buy an equal amount of both tins because they come in boxes together three of each for example so they'd have to compensate for the fact that one's not going to sell and that other will (laughs) so it's it's a balancing game i suppose for them as well but uh, it's a shame to see different pricing scales for certain products that came out throughout this year. And we saw that as a bit of a trend um, that um, certain resellers did, but great tins. um, Those were very popular. um, And I think these were the start of something different because in certain regions, you got the larger tag team style tins, I believe. Yeah. And and we, I know in the UK, we got the smaller uh, traditional size tins with four packs in them instead of the five. So there were different, depending on where you were in the world, you got different tins with either five packs or four packs, um, which was interesting as well, I think. I agree. Yeah. And and I think they sort of, they basically looked locally, I think, about what would be popular and based the tins on that. Because I think in the UK, we find that the more expensive tins didn't sell so well because there weren't so much of an impulse purchase for parents then, for example. Yeah. Uh, and the smaller tins do sell well, especially in sort of like supermarkets, superstores where parents and where tins are very popular, especially here in the UK. Um, yeah, they fall out of that impulse purchase bracket then. So they, they kept the smaller tins, I think, because of that reason. Yeah, and uh, mostly, uh, for example, in Europe, uh, the currency makes, and even that the, the distributors, the, the tins are like 25 euros instead of 25 dollars yeah so that uh, also compensates out um and indeed like you just told uh, everyone this is more of a for for many casual people this is a one-time purchase for a kit yeah one time uh, 25 dollars given that extra pack what it's nothing too, too much valuable stuff for a Pokemon company to uh, yeah to include one more pack, um, which yeah, like like you told everyone, I think the if they would include one extra pack and make it to thirty euros, for example in Europe, yeah, that would uh, throw uh, people more off if if I uh, put it that correctly. So uh, yeah. I think it's interesting. Um, maybe <laughs> they should make it cheaper here because yep. uh, that's also a thing, but that's how it is. 
Yeah. And I think that that, that just goes into a bit few more complexities as well of, um, for example, tariffs, etc., that were introduced yeah. over the year um, exactly. on trading card products from the USA. So uh, there were tar- that that obviously affected things as well. So um, yeah. that that's obviously out of the scope of what we talk about on this podcast, <laughs> but um, various other economical factors obviously make exactly. uh, decisions uh, based upon that as well. So that was March in a nutshell. Okay, so April 2020 saw the Trainers Toolkit product contents fully revealed. And this is where we actually found out that uh, the Dane GX, the SR version, so the alternate art, was going to be in this box. And you didn't just get one copy, but you got two copies of it in the Trainers Toolkit. But also something that really surprised us was we were getting the Uyama alternate art um item cards that we'd seen in the tag all-star set in japan uh they were also going to be included in this which a lot of people including myself and yourself zachariah were very excited about weren't we yeah absolutely um at the time it was not fully confirmed it was the, the Danny Jack special art yeah i think it was the next month closer to the release yeah um but yeah come on it was 80 percent uh confirmed you know yeah. <laughs> almost yeah. we would be really annoyed if it wasn't uh, being released in that product and at the time um we also didn't know it was the uyama ones but from the product description it was almost inevitable it was uh, the uyama ones um yeah what i am a little bit annoyed with is they left out the others uh, the other ones that weren't included. So there, I think there were like four or five uh, Uyama cards missing. Yeah. And um, at that, as of now, we still don't have them. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah. And and that's my issue with um, uh, Tech All-Stars. Uh, it's another conversation. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's almost f- 14 months since the release. Yeah. And we still are missing like 50 cards from that uh, set, the, the, the SR cards or better. Where are they? <laughs> exactly. And it's a bit like, um, to be fair, it's a bit like Ultra Shiny GX and Hidden Fates, how long it took for some of those products. Yeah. I mean, in by the time they came out in English, a lot of them were already out of standard format and only applicable exactly. for expanded so again, I think um, we might see some of that with uh, tag all stars cards as well going forward. And and this one is even worse because the the, the gap between GX uh, Ultra Shiny and Hidden Fates was maybe like seven eight months. Yeah, and this is more than a year. Yeah, and that's in my opinion. Come on, the, the Pokemon company, what are you doing, man? Yeah, exactly. release them in a box. The um, the XY Premium Trainer Collection also was um i think less than less than nine months yeah but within 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 12 months and the we got all the promos of that uh, set and that's it yes and now it's like uh, i don't know if uh, the COVID uh, plays a part it's a huge mess in my opinion yeah you watch gx full art in there and and they uh, target uh specific gx box 
it's no problem. But we are 14 months in right now. Yeah. We still don't have them. Uh, Sun and Moon is uh, over for a long time now. Please release them all. And I really hope that we can we get the, the gold tag team um, uh, DX cards because we still miss them. <laughs> yeah, we've not had a best of uh, Sun and Moon, have we? And uh, no. that would be an ideal place to put those gold tag team cards in, I think. Please. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, looking at other news in April, we had the True Steel Premium Collection that was revealed. Um, had two promo cards of Zashian and Zamazenta that were um, uh, brought over from what we had in a special tin, I think, in Japan, wasn't it? The S- featuring so SP1. Yeah. Um, yeah, these cards, I remember opening it on my channel. We had um, a few, it is a promo pack with, I think, about seven or eight different cards and featuring these two cards as well. Um, and they made their way into the English set Um in the True Steel Premium Collection, which also had pin badges and um, sculpted figures of Zashian and Zamazenta in, as well as booster packs. Um, so that was revealed back in April, and I think it got a release in June in North America, but it got delayed until August for Europe. And I think this was one of the first products, or one of the f- products that was affected over this year with a release delays in certain parts of the world, including Europe, because of the pandemic taking effect of uh, on release schedules, um, which definitely hit this one, didn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure about the delay, um, but I think it was an August 14 global release. Yeah, I think it initially was listed for June. Yeah, but I think it got uh, delayed worldwide. If yeah. I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah, it's a worldwide delay. Okay. It could be. It could be. Um, I see on the Pokemon.com site right now. The US version, August 14, okay. 2020. So, yeah. So, yeah, it probably so, came out globally at the same time. Yeah. But, yeah, it was significantly delayed from what was originally thought of when it was going to exactly. come out. Exactly. Yes. Um, moving on, we had Rebel Clash and we had Dragapult Rebel Clash store promo that was revealed. So, this is a regular sized Dragapult and we had it um, from certain stores in Europe, in the Netherlands and Belgium. I think it was Game Mania, which featured this. Yeah. And we had pro shop stores in other European countries. Um, Austria and Germany had Siren Games um, and Game It Spellwaren in Germany. Italy, yeah, yeah. Italia. Um, and I think um, we got uh, Pickwick Toys in France. And in the UK, <laughs> we did get this in certain WH Smith stores as well um, at a later date. But a lot of Rebel Clash got delayed in the UK because of uh, lockdown. We were in a lockdown at the time. So we didn't physically see a lot of the promos until later on. Um, which um, was, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go into the jumbos and talk about that at a later date. But yeah, <laughs> talking about yeah. jumbos, we had Snorlax VMAX store jumbo promo card and a free jumbo binder that was revealed as well. So that was at the end of April, we saw this on Poke Guardian. Uh, basically, it was GameStop in the North America, I think. If you spent yeah. $25, you would get the Jumbo Snorlax and uh, a folder. This is the first time we actually saw uh, a folder specifically for Jumbo cards as well. And that was yeah. being given out with this. So then you can store your um, Jumbo oversized cards. Uh, 
in a, in a folder for once rather than um, them lying around. So that was a very interesting product. And um, yeah, we got uh, more information about that from our our friend over in uh, America. And I think you could actually buy the binder for $9.99 on its own as well, couldn't you? Yeah, something like that in, indeed. Yeah, very yeah. cool. Yeah, absolutely. Very nice product. Um, and then we had um, Ishihara GX promo card. PSA 10 sold for $50,000. Now, at the time, we were like, this is crazy, isn't it? How much that card's gone for. <laughs> Looking back yeah. now, that was probably a bargain, to be fair, considering what, what's happened to prices. Um, yeah. But yeah, th- uh, you know, it was... Um, well, you covered the story of this this card back in April 2019, didn't you? About um, yes, the background of what this card was and and how it originated. So basically, it was I think it was around Ichihara's birthday, was it? Yeah, it was meant for him uh, for his birthday. Yeah, uh, I think he was like 60 years. Yeah, 60, yep. 60 his birthday, and in Japan uh, that means I think that it has a significant meaning. I'm not sure in culture, Japanese culture. Um, and this one is just um, a PSA 10 indeed. Yep. And I think that the, the reveal last year was even more special because, uh, yeah, an, an, a new card was revealed uh, that was given out years before. Yep. Amazing. And um, there are more of these uh, specific cards out there. Um, and we'll, there's one uh, other news topic we'll discuss. Yeah, but there are other Ishihara cards out there in a similar style, not the GX card. I think it was, I think one tag team one uh, surfaced, but it was maybe a vague picture. Yeah. So um, yeah, there are more out there. <laughs> yes. Um, and I think yeah, this one we don't know how many there are. Yeah. There are told thirty or sixty estimate, but. Um, that's why it's so uh, rare. Um, you don't see uh, <laughs> thousands of these. Yeah, exactly. Laying around. Yeah, they were specifically made for his um, birthday celebration. Um, so yes. very, very, very limited availability out there. Moving on, we had the number two trainer trophy card from 1997, was which went for over eighty-four thousand dollars. So another. <laughs> Very important Pokemon card sale, um, which was quite significant, you know, at the time because it it just showed you what was happening with the uh, with the price of uh, Pokemon cards, I suppose. And yeah, it was a interesting auction. This one, um, very nice card indeed. It was in a is encased in a presentation. Uh, plaque wasn't it I believe yeah it's called yeah it, it's essentially it's trophy holder yeah uh, something like that indeed yeah. with uh, with even I think the date on it yeah which is very cool uh, the tournament uh, specific tournament yep yeah yeah 1997 November 8th or something so yeah yeah November 8th 1997 very cool very very cool and highly limited. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So yes. yeah, again, 
Very, very um, interesting auction that was. $84,000, which was, I think it was about 9 million yen at the time um, it sold for yes. on Yahoo Japan auction site. So that was uh, April in a nutshell. May 2020 saw the primary selection revealed for the second Pokemon card game illustration Grand Prix. The first one that was held in the previous year resulted in Gardevoir um, being selected as the promo card, which was then distributed out in Pokemon centers. This um, shortlist basically gave us the 50 potential winners of the illustration. And um, we both agree that any of these illustrations could have potentially have won this. They were stunning artworks, weren't they? Yes, amazing. Yeah, amazing. My my favorite was. Uh, uh, let me check again. <laughs> it's so so amazing. Many Charizards, yeah. Genesect. I think it was. Um, which one was my favorite? I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, there was last year. There was a Mew, a Mewtwo. Yes, and that that one was truly amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm just stunned why it isn't a artist at Creatures Incorporated because, like I like I'm, I just just told me every entry could have won equally yeah. in my opinion. Stunning, stunning artwork. Stunning, and, stunning. and I I love the colors of Melotic and I love some of the artworks that they did here. They're basically you could have picked from one of eight Pokemon that the com- Pokemon Company had selected. And designed artwork around that particular Pokemon. And they obviously shortlisted these last 50 before deciding which one would be selected to be then produced and distributed at Pokemon centers, which we'll talk about later about the winner. But uh, (laughs) we'll move on to the next bit of news, which was uh, Pokemon Battle Academy product. Now, this product I had officially seen at the London Toy Fair back in January. I did a vlog on my YouTube channel of me visiting it but unfortunately I was not allowed to record they had an embargo on me recording in their booth and this particular product itself so I knew it was coming and I did a description of it and it didn't have a name at the time but um, once we started getting leaked information I knew exactly that it was going to be this product here it's based on the Japanese family Pokemon card game set that was released um previous i think it's released in the previous year in 2019 yeah, uh, yeah again i did a video on that particular one and you had the three decks in there but this this particular product came out like a board game essentially you got a solid um board game style mat uh for play mat and then three decks that came with it and it gave you clear instructions like this is a beginner set for you to sit down, kids, parents, people who've never played the game before, to sit down and just start playing the Pokemon TCG. So I thought this is a fantastic uh, beginner's product because it just introduced Pokemon TCG as a board game, which a lot of families are familiar with the format of. And, you know, it's just like a tabletop session you can sit down at your dining table and play with. Whereas with theme decks, people still might be a bit apprehensive um, picking up. This was a lot yeah. more based upon a total beginner, um, which you can then use and develop uh, as you went on and mix the decks up as well going forward. But yeah, really, really interesting product um, that was scheduled to come out end of July. And um, this box, um, it, 
if I'm not mistaken, the decks are numbered just like trainer kits. Yes. And that's, uh, I think that's why we didn't saw any trainer kits released. Um, and I hope they don't uh, release the trainer kits anymore. Yeah. And release more battle academies because indeed this product is, uh, in my opinion, a very nice product. Um, I don't think it's a board game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not it's, a board game, but I, uh, no. I think the whole idea is it, <laughs> it, it yeah, potentially it would, would, you'd find it on the shelf where you'd find board yeah. games in a shop. Exactly. Um, it still is. I'm a little bit annoyed why uh, um, they reused uh, the family board game cards in there because they, it was already, already released in Hidden Fates. Yes. <laughs> I got a little double feeling. Why? Why didn't just release the, the Battle Academy around the same time as the family, uh, the Japanese family card game uh, box? But um, yeah, I, I don't know if it did well during holidays, but I think this one could could have been quite well during uh, holiday sales. Yeah. Last uh, the autumn the, the of 2020. Yeah. Um, Amazing product. I, I don't have some more to add. I do hope they release another. Yep. Um, but yeah, we'll just uh, look at Japan. Will they release more vanilla style uh, of cards? Yeah. Which I think they, they will, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't bother opening one of these products because obviously it is based at very much, very starter type products in English. Mm-hmm. I obviously opened the Japanese one, but you're right. They were numbered. The cards were numbered for you to play the deck in a certain order. Yes. Um, so when you played your first turn, you would pull certain cards and it would help you set up. So yeah, very interesting product. Um, great for beginners. Um we had a Detective Pikachu promo come out in Japan a year after its release, the movie. Um, it was being televised, from our understanding, in Japan on uh, terrestrial TV. So they did a promo to sort of reinvigorate uh, Detective Pikachu. So they introduced uh, promo card 99, which is a Pokemon Center promo card of uh, P- Detective Pikachu. And it was available if you purchase five packs of the Detective Pikachu um, set. Um, or uh, you bought, you get four promos if you bought the booster box, which was a 20-pack booster box, yeah. um, a limited um, uh, size set. Very easy to complete that set, I remember. Um, I, I bought a booster box of it, and I think you are guaranteed every card in that set, uh, multiples of certain GXs, and yeah. you are guaranteed one um, detective, or oh, I forget his name now. Yoshida? That's it, yeah. Detective Yoshida's um, full art card, which I still think is underrated because it's not being released outside of Japan. So yes. it's a very cheap card to buy. So a bit of a hint for you guys. I would, it's, and it's of a real life person. Um, so yes, yeah, one of those very rare supporter cards. Me being a full art supporter collector, uh, it's a very interesting card for me. And uh, I think it's a bit under, underrated. But yeah, so this promo was revealed um, and that came out... Um, May 22nd onwards in Japan. Then we had S3 Infinity Zone um, Eternatus Challenge Campaign. Um, Essentially, if you pre-ordered Infinity Zone, um, you would get a cardboard special storage box and a promo pack, 
Now, this is a purple promo pack, and you could get one of five cards in there. So I think we had the Hooper card in there, Hollow. Yeah. Uh, Galarian, Obstagoon. We had uh, Eternatus V, uh, an Eternatus V Max, as well as a Stamped Darkness um, Mirafoil Energy card as well. All these cards had the, the set stamp on it. First time we'd seen this for a long time. Usually in Japan, when a new set comes out, you would get a set promo. Um, which I really think they should do as box toppers, my personal opinion. But they hand them out when you purchase boxes from uh, official Pokemon resellers and the Pokemon Center. But this time you got these sealed promos. So you had uh, a one in five chance, essentially, of getting the card you wanted. Um, And I think you also got a coin with it as well. I'm not too sure. Um, no, I don't think, I don't think I don't you did. Think no, I think you just no. got the promo pack and the cardboard yeah. storage box. That's right. So yeah, so these were really interesting. Um, a very nice set of if you can get all five as well. And it was interesting um, that they did it this way. Personally, yeah, a very uh, amazing value for what yeah. you get. And I think we uh, yeah turned we got the it turned to Vmax premium collection, but we'll uh, discuss that later on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where we got those uh, where we got these alternate art promos. So yeah, oh yeah. oh yeah, these were alternate art by the way. So you had the Eternatus V and the Vmax in the set itself. Yes, but these were alternate arts of those particular cards. Uh, so it's the only way you could get this particular artwork. So that was uh, May. So June was a great month. We had the V Starter Deck set release revealed in Japan. Um, some interesting cards were revealed with different artwork and some new cards. But we saw the introduction of uh, Pikachu V in these starter decks, Mew V, Lucario V. So uh, quite a few interesting V cards, which weren't competitive as such, but uh, were fan favourites being introduced into the different type of colour decks. And I think as these sets are designed to be, they're a great starter deck for new people into the game who might be familiar with certain Pokemon and would love to play with them. So I think it was uh, targeted just right. What did you think about it, Zachariah? Yes. um, Earlier this year, a uh, sell sheet was uh, leaked, essentially. Yeah. Told uh, the GX starter decks that released, I think, two years or the year before, that were very, very successful. I think one of the most successful products uh, of the of the Pokemon Japan uh, products, and uh, yeah, that they would come back. And yeah, I think this is an amazing uh, for the price. Like we just told, me, amazing products. Um, these these decks are. I think I think it affected the Pokemon Company International. We'll discuss that later on. Yeah. But man, come on, for like five dollars, you will get a full sixty card deck, guaranteed uh, V card. Yep. If we discussed on our on, on our last podcast with uh, Julian from uh, OKJ Love, if you buy two or three decks from uh, the same deck, you have uh, a very very consistent deck. It's amazing. Absolutely. Truly amazing product. And I hope they will um, bring it out each year. And you think, yeah, exactly. And you think of some of the supporter cards and item cards you were getting in these as well. Uh, staples for most decks. 
um, as well as some unique artwork as well. I know that there was a so-so Mareep in here that I was really interested in getting hold of. And um, we saw an Ampharos as well. That was a unique artwork. So yeah, some really nice cards, some great uh, basics or V cards. And I think it was a great product. And as you said, the GX.X two years earlier in 2018 actually caused a great Japanese card drought because of the surge in popularity <laughs> of the game and collect uh, the cards in Japan back in 2018 when the GX.X came out. So yeah, Pokemon knew they're onto a really popular product with this and nice. um, it would have been silly not to introduce a V uh, version of the starter deck. So yeah. And, and um, I almost forgot uh, later on in that year, um, they even promoted this product at the Denny's uh, restaurants. Yep. You could uh, literally go into a Denny's uh, restaurant in Japan. You could buy... Uh, I think one or two V-Star deck cards and you will get some free promotional uh, material as well. <laughs> so yeah. J- just just imagine they targeted the, I think they still do, they targeted the, the casual audience to lure in new players and just see how, how far they went, even at the restaurants, you know? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, yeah. And again, at, at 500 yen, $5, it's a fantastic impulse purchase, you know. Exactly. You know, you go into a restaurant, you've got a little kid with you, and they're like, oh, there you go. Yeah. There's a deck, who, you know. Um, who cares if, it's the, if it gets, if it gets uh, damaged? Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that was a very, very nice product indeed. Right. Then we had a major discovery on the 4th of June. <laughs> the Doug Ferguson GX was spotted. So... Um, very similar to the Ishihara GX card. Uh, the artwork was very similar vein, wasn't it? Um, yes. We had a card for um, the senior vice president of product development at uh, the Pokemon Company International. Um, yeah, very, very interesting card. You've, you've probably got more to say about this than I have. but Yes, it was um, on his uh, portfolio uh, website when he left... Uh... The Pokemon Company International, um, like, like just told me, the very same artist as Ishihara GX. Yep. And uh, wow, I was uh, truly, truly amazed when uh, this was discovered. Just randomly on this, uh, <laughs> on his portfolio, I think it got taken down or he, he uh, took it down. Yeah. Um, I think, but he essentially confirmed that someone at E4 Forms uh, uh, reached out to him. And uh, yeah, he said it was uh, one of his uh, gift cards. Yeah. Um, it was like an appreciation going away gift for his uh, career at uh, that company. And uh, yeah, man, just wow. <laughs> <laughs> and this I wasn't think, a regular size card though, was it? This was a jumbo from my I think a jumbo, yes, yeah. yes. But it's still, I, I don't think uh, it publicly sold. No. I don't think, no. Yeah. So... Just just imagine how many cards there are out there that um, have not seen the, the, the internet daylight yet. Yeah. Just imagine that. And that's why I was truly amazed. We've got Ishihara GX with more Ishihara cards uh, out there. I think one is Tag Team GX card, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And Doug Ferguson GX. Maybe there's a, uh, a Masuda card. I, you, you don't know. 
<laughs> for all we know. So I, I just hope that we will see more cards like this. Um, and I hope they won't be lost. We want to preserve this kind of uh, uh, images. Absolutely. Um, yeah, please, uh, <laughs> 2021, please bring uh, forth uh, many of these cards, please. Absolutely. It'd be amazing to see, wouldn't it? Exactly. Okay, so we also had um, a very interesting interview you did with a very good friend of Pokey Guardian, someone who refers to Pokey Guardian a lot on his YouTube videos <laughs> and uses news from this site, Ross Gilbert from PTCG Radio. Um, fantastic channel. I've been watching him for years. A very, very important channel for people who play the game collect cards as well and just want a bit of history about the pokemon trading card game as well very knowledgeable individual he um, also commentates at um tournaments as well doesn't he i've i've seen him in commentary work as well officially for the pokemon company uh so it's a great interview um i'd recommend you go back and read that he reached a major milestone on his channel as well this year didn't he he did he grew uh, grew a lot this year yeah um, yeah, 50,000 subscribers. And, uh, yeah, absolutely huge. Yeah, yes, for him. Uh, and I think uh, a couple years ago, he was below 10,000 subscribers. Yep. So um, very uh, nice to see. Uh, I congratulate him on the 60,000 subscribers yep. recently. So um, very cool interview indeed. Yeah. You can uh, read more on his uh, history and background uh, of uh, who... Ross uh, is yeah. uh, outside of his channel, you know, uh, amazing, uh, amazing guy. Yeah. Amazing channel, like you just told me. And, and he's uh, genuinely one of the nicest people in the community as well. Oh, very, yes. very yeah. nice guy. <laughs> you know, I would, uh, I highly recommend if you, if you want to get into the card game, check his channel out. Um, yeah. The guy gave up his full-time job to do this, his YouTube channel as a full-time job. He still does his, his teaching job part-time but yes. he focuses on his youtube channel he's very passionate about it um so do go and check him out um very very important part of our community yes i'm happy to call him uh, my friend so. <laughs> yeah absolutely very nice guy um okay we had a very very exclusive promo revealed which required people to do quite a bit of work to get it was a uh, gary gary Khan pokemon card of zarud v promo and i know somebody who owns one of these um, <laughs> um so essentially this promo card was uh, the same artwork of zarud v as you'd get in the sets which i think was in legendary heartbeat wasn't it but yes. it had the gary gary promo um a stamp on it didn't it? a gold stamp yep. of the logo and this thing was what let me explain to you. It was a bit of a lottery of how you got this. So you'd have to buy a box of popsicle ice popsicles. Yes. You'd have to eat your popsicle and see if that popsicle had this special winning symbol basically embossed on it, burnt into it. And if it was, yes. you would send that stick away to the company and they would then send you this promo with a letter congratulating you and sending you the promo so not easy to get required you to have to go and do a bit of work <laughs> to go yes. and buy boxes and 
I, I mean, I think you had someone who'd opened 41 boxes. You, you'd mentioned a tweet yeah, he, he before, they, the, before he, they found the stick. So yeah, he just, yeah. He got the sugar rush for sure. <laughs> so it just goes to show you how committed you had to be to get this if you were desperate for it. Um, and I know you invested in one of these and, and the value of this card suddenly, I think, skyrocketed at one point, didn't it? Um, yes. And it's it's a very pretty value. And it's, yeah, it's it's one of these cards, that I think, it's extremely limited, very hard to obtain. And it's going to mature quite well um, in the long term as a promo. But, I think it doubled. Yeah. <laughs> in, 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 uh, since the summer, I think it was like 18,000 18, yen when yep. it released. And I think it right now around maybe thirty thousand yen, or some or even more. I don't know anymore. But uh, in there, it's uh, it need it's um, the campaign ended a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit annoyed why it wasn't an alternate artwork. Yeah, I think that's why I wasn't really attracted yeah. to this card in that because of that. I yes. think because yeah. for me it was exactly the same artwork. It just had the stamp on it. Yes. Um, but yeah, very. If I think it's a it's it's a nice card to have. The stamp um, is very nice in it, person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine because it's a nice gold stamp, isn't it? Which uh, exactly yes, is quite a reflective gold pattern on that. So very nice promo. So that was obviously revealed. Um, we had the Eternatus VMAX Premium Collection revealed as well. Uh, 20th of June, that article was, and that was due to be released September the 4th. But basically what this did was it introduced to us the um, v, uh, the Alternate Arts um, VMAX card that we'd seen in the um, promo packs that we mentioned back in the previous month and it also included the Eternatus V full art card so that was omitted from Darkness Ablaze and put into this set Um, and it came with a jumbo card in that set as well and a nice pin badge of Eternatus so very nice set I'm a big fan of Eternatus I like to collect every Eternatus card (laughs) Um, so this was a nice product for me Um, yeah Great product. I think there was a slight difference between the European release and the North American release. Yeah, we got slightly less packs, and we didn't get the coin, um, which was an oversized coin as well. It's bigger than a normal size coin that you get. Um, but yeah, very very nice product of the main sort of nemesis character in this era. And, so, uh, and I'm still annoyed why they left out the coin. Why? Yeah, I just don't get that because I know they leave out um, some of the figures sometimes because of yeah, European yeah. standards for toys. Yeah, recommendations. Um, yeah, but the coin was just, yeah, it's a, it a very strange decision, wasn't it, to leave that out? I wish I wish we, were, we would know what happened. Yeah. Maybe a production issue, but I, I really don't know. I think it was really cool uh, in there. Yeah. There was no reason to leave it out yeah. in my opinion but uh, yeah this <laughs> your different regions uh, yeah yeah again this is this is part of that trend we were talking about earlier where different size tins yes. came out in different regions again different products we we've had this in the past like i said with figure collection boxes but it was a bit strange to have okay. this with a box that didn't contain a figure in so yeah 
that was revealed in June. We also had on the same day the V power tins revealed again. These were released in two different formats. We had them in the larger tins that were introduced in the tag team era for North America and certain regions. And then in the UK and Europe, we had the smaller um, standard size octagonal tins. But each one came with a um, Pikachu promo, an Eevee promo, or an Eternatus promo. Um, Again, those Pikachu and the Eevees we'd seen in the Japanese starter decks. And the Eternatus was obviously the alternate art that we'd seen in the Japanese promos. So that's where the Eternatus card came in. Um, So yeah, very nice products. Uh, Again, I think each tin catered for fans of different Pokemon very nicely. You had the Pikachu fans catered for, the Eevee fans catered for, and then obviously the legendary uh, Eternatus um, in there as well. So yeah. Nice products, um, and I can't remember what the pack selection in them were, but uh, they were fairly decent from what I can remember. I remember yeah. I didn't pull much from the tins, but I think it was, I think they left out X Y or something. I don't know anymore. I don't know. Yeah, I, I can't really. I think they did. I think these were probably one of the first few tins where they didn't have an X Y product in. But I think they. I'm not sure whether the. Uh, Zashin and Zamazenta tins had I think, no, Zashin and Zamazenta I'm pretty sure still did have evolutions I think, in I think it did I think, yeah. it, did. I think it still had yeah. evolutions in I think you're right, this is probably the first one where they omitted XY I think, yeah so that was, that was quite interesting that was uh, June for you no, 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 please we also uh, almost forgot one. Oh yes <laughs> The the I think it was um yeah, one day after the Doc Ferguson GX. Yes. Yeah. Trainer's Toolkit. No, 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 no. Even, even uh, not Trainer's Toolkit. Uh, by the way, <laughs> Trainer's Toolkit also indeed was fully revealed at yes. uh, in June, which um, confirmed the um, special art, the Denny GX, yep. which uh, everyone anticipated. However, both orders was also in this set non-hollow but it was at the and still is an, uh, very st- uh, st- uh, a very simple card and it was a huge surprise for everyone because that um, card was I think maybe $10 or $15 I don't know anymore it was expensive yeah, at the time it was um, very much so you could get it in a product that was below <laughs> I think uh, $25, $25 yep. retail. Amazing product. Truly, and like I just told you earlier, the best product of the year goes to the Trainers Toolkit. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, I have heard uh, that another one uh, would potentially release Trainers Toolkit too. I think so. I, I think there's recently been um, a product description which suggests... Yeah. I, uh, I haven't seen it uh, at Justipedus. Yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, there was one other bit of news which I've missed on this. Lost Japanese promo card Yeah, was what you were talking about, wasn't it? <laughs> Correct. The, the um, promo card 27 from Black and White, uh, the Pokemon Catcher um, promo card was discovered. Um, so you can tell us a bit more about this particular card. Yes. Okay. Um, 
No, we already had the Doug Ferguson Jacks uh, yeah. the day before, was, which was amazing. And um, yeah, our friend uh, from uh, PokiWiki.de uh, from uh, Germany, uh, Grollenkat951, uh, which is, is a little bit, uh, um, he's a little bit familiar with databases and he likes to uh, be uh, involved in databases. Um, he discovered a uh, lost Japanese black and white promo that day. And that card was missing for nine years. Uh, and it was originally meant for the, um, the 2011 World Championships qualifier prizes. And uh, a lot of these uh, uh, cards were already revealed. But this one was still a mystery. <laughs> uh, the missing uh, uh, piece of the puzzle, you know. Yeah. And many people thought it was a very special, never seen before artwork of maybe trophy card, you know. Yeah, but it was uh, yeah lost catcher. <laughs> no new artwork, just a stamp it was just on a standard there. lost catcher, wasn't it, with a promo yeah. stamp on it for the world yes. championships. So. Very uh, very anti climax uh, <laughs> reveal, but yeah, it uh, confirmed uh, that uh, that promo that was missing, black and white. You know, it's nine years already. Yeah, wow, it's amazing. We don't know if any of these copies uh, or the whole, you know, the whole line of the promo, if they exist, they only yeah. uh, exist dig digitally on the Pokemon card um, Japanese uh, data database. But uh, yeah, it's uh, probably been destroyed or something like that uh, when the, uh, uh, why this uh, was never released. Because um, in Japan, there was uh, at the time, in 2011, there was a uh, earthquake. And... Uh, which place Tohoku? I don't know how to pronounce it, but yeah, there was an earthquake there where the release was uh, happening. You just cancelled it, and um, these promos were never, uh, never given out, uh, which is a shame. But I fully understand it because yeah, there's nothing to win, you know, if you can't yeah. play. Um, but yeah, I think that this this uh, month was a very very special month because of these two cards that are being preserved right now on the internet. Um, amazing news, at least yeah. to me. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah. that was June in a, in a nutshell. July was an interesting month with the new Charizard VMAX HR promo revealed. It was revealed that they'd be limited to only 600 cards. Um, and obviously, that was interesting because the previous year, the Mewtwo HR, um, which was revealed, was only 300 copies. I think, though, with this, half of them were to be done in store and half were to be played at home, I believe. Yeah, yes, that's yeah. right. So um, because of, obviously, the situation with the pandemic, there were only certain play stores holding in limited number how many people could play in store. So they allowed people to do at home um, challenge as well, where you'd play against three other people. So four of you, and then you'd have to submit, I think online, how the results went of your at home battle. Um, so basically there were 600 of these HR Charizard promos, um, which would call rainbow rare in English. And there were 2,400 of the full art Charizard VSR cards, um, which were introduced as well. Now, as usual, um, 
we saw these and we thought, right, okay. And I think you, there was actually the um, gym trainer as well, wasn't there? That was yeah. that was a gym trainer promo card that was handed out just for participating. If you finished in the top four, you got the SR card. And if you won the tournament, you got the HR card. It's from my understanding. That's how usually these tournaments play out. Um, they used... Um, Essentially, the way to enter these tournaments is for you to, I think, buy a set number of legendary heartbeat packs, and you would then have to build a deck from those packs. I think it was 10 packs you buy, um, which was 70 cards, and legendary heartbeat was actually um, mapped in a certain way. So if you had uh, a VMAX of a card, you would have the V in the same pack as well in order for you to be able to play that in this tournament. So it's mapped to help you play this is pretty much a Japanese equivalent of a pre-release tournament. It's the only time they do it once a year and you basically use those sets to then build the deck from 10 packs and play in a mini tournament, essentially, in order to win these cards. Very sought after cards. Um, previous um, battle tournament cards have gone um, for s- ridiculous money because how limited they are. Um, one of the previous ones was obviously uh, Masked Royale which is something that I, I very, 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 very much regret not buying when I possibly had an opportunity to because that card is ridiculous money now. And we obviously had the HR um, Mewtwo GX as well, didn't we, as one of the previous yes. ones. And Zekrom as well, wasn't there? Um, so yeah, some some interesting cards in the Sun and Moon era in this format so we didn't expect to see these cards in english but we we obviously did and we'll go on to that a bit later on but that was a very interesting um tournament reveal so those were revealed we then had um the psa 10 number one trainer trophy card which is a super secret battle mewtwo sold for ninety thousand dollars um so this card very very nice looking card it was a psa 10 um it had the stamp on it obviously saying uh super secret battle and uh it was almost like a shadow hollow foil of a mewtwo on it wasn't there yeah no this this card is truly one of the the most rarest cards among this hobby yeah It's, it's literally in the same uh um, a batch of you have an illustrator, you have tro- tropical mega battle, you have super secret battle. It's, it's just among those cards. It's, yeah, yeah, and the silhouette and it, uh, the indeed the, the mute silhouette on there. It's just amazing. But the price <laughs> yeah. right now for at the time for ninety thousand dollars, a number one version as well. So um, yeah. amazing price for what it is today. At the time, indeed, it uh, was, uh, I think, maybe I think record-breaking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, come on, it's 20 years old right now, plus 20 years. Yeah. There aren't much out there. And I think the year before, there was one stolen as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, so shame. Um, yeah. One of the, among the rarest cards in this hobby. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's Amazing. from... August 1999, this card. So, yeah, yeah extremely rare card. Uh, very, again, it was just showing you a trend 
of how super rare cards were going. Um, also, uh, a PZ9, the same in the same auction lot, a PZ9. Yeah. Uh, trophy uh, Pokemon Parent Child Mega Battle Gengiscon sold for uh, $37,000 in the same lot, which at the time um, was it's a bargain, if you may. <laughs> yes. It's also one of the uh, rarest cards uh, out there. Wow. Um, these cards, um, especially graded, <laughs> you know, in, in a mint 9 or, or 10, come on. If they would sell this card right now, I don't know. It, it probably, I think, um, an illustrator uh, this this month privately sold for $900,000. Um, but yeah, it was a private trade, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know the full story. Imagine what these two promo cards are worth right now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if, if, it would, if it would be sold, indeed. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, if people are willing to sell it, that is now. <laughs> so it's yes, crazy. exactly, yeah. So um, we also had uh, a reveal of something very strange and something very new. Um, the Pokemon trading card game Raid Battle was announced. Now, we, we anticipate that this was probably designed to be something that would have been played as a new way in, in store. But because of the pandemic, it was revealed online for you to print off and play at home. Yeah. And it featured uh, Gigantamax or Dynamax Pokemon um, that was crazy high HP. Um, for example, I think the Pikachu VMAX was... Um, there were three different versions. There's a different star yeah. ratings up to two yes. 2800 hp and you had a dreadnought vmax with 3000 hp um obviously designed for several people to play together to try and bring down uh, there's certain mechanics around it i really didn't get into it much but i think it was designed for up to four people to play together to try and bring down this uh yeah. um gigantamax dynamax uh, Pokemon. So it's designed to simulate raid battles as you would have in the Sword or Shield game. Um, mm -hmm. Very interesting concept. Uh, again, it was a print at home, and I think it was designed. And I think later on there were actually physical packs sent out to uh, local game stores. Um, not necessarily game stores. It was uh, at um, Cerebi. Uh, yep. The owner of Cerebi, Joe Merrick, received one. That's but right, I, actually. Yep. yep. I don't think it was game stores. I think it was certain people, Pe indeed, yeah. that were partnered with uh, the Pokemon Company uh, International. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember certain individuals getting it and physical copies of of this actual game. So that was quite interesting. Um, we also had the winner revealed of the second Pokemon card game illustration Grand Prix. So we talked about this earlier when the shortlist of fifty uh, were revealed. And the winner was obviously the Charizard, um, uh, which was a fantastic artwork. Um, the winner's name was Jiru, I think, wasn't it? And Jiro. Jiro, yeah. Um, fantastic artwork of a Charizard uh, going into battle. Uh, really, really gorgeous artwork. Um, and there were some um, other awards as well. So you had the 2D Illustration Excellence Award, which went to a wishy-washy. There's a 3D Illustration Excellence Award for uh, Genesect. And then there were five people who won the Judges Awards as well. 
but obviously uh, the Grand Prix winner itself was a Charizard, which meant that that would be mass produced, printed and handed out free at the Pokemon Center, which we'll talk about later on, about how that distribution went um, and the value of this card as well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm sure we'll cover that in the a few months later on but um looking at july the other bit of news we had was a seven net limited set sword and shield okoya forest celebi and zarud um box was revealed so there's a promo card which was promo 105 which was a camerant with a pikachu in its mouth (laughs) (laughs) very interesting artwork and the pikachu does not look very happy came with a shiny celebi coin as well in the sort of pink shiny Celebi color and a wonderful storage box, which was sort of like a jungle themed um, storage Mm. box as well, which is obviously reminiscent of the movie. So these were very um, limited availability. Um, I think they were sold at seven net web shop only. Um, When you purchase, I think you had to purchase an advanced ticket to watch the movie No, it was uh, included in this box. Oh, right. That's right. You bought this box and it had the ticket in, yeah. Yes. In the box. And it was uh, was approximately 4,000 yen, I think, um, with the ticket uh, and 3,000, yeah, 3,950 yen for the version with the adult ticket, 3,350 yen for the version with the children's movie ticket. So, yeah. So that came out in August, but it was revealed in July. So that was our July. 2020. August was a very busy month on Poke Guardian, and we had a new alternate artwork of Indeedy V confirmed. It was confirmed for the Taiwanese and Hong Kong set Promise Powers, and it showed Indeedy in a very, um, let's just say, a very firm pose compared to what we used to see. <laughs> Um, this particular card was later revealed to be a championship promo in Japanese. But yeah, this um, I think this is the first time for a set card we'd um, seen in Taiwanese or Hong Kong that we'd not seen the artwork for in a previous release anywhere. So it's quite an interesting... Yeah, that's, um, uh, that's right. Yeah, so it's very interesting to see this. So uh, exclusive... Um, to Taiwanese and Hong Kong artwork. Um, so very nice indeed. Um, we did see Indeedy come back in Shiny Star V, but it was the normal artwork. So it wasn't this artwork, which we sort of possibly predicted might have been. So that was a nice reveal for that. Um, very interesting um, auction sale happened in August as well, didn't it? There's a Pokemon card game. Yeah. 20th anniversary deck box which I know you're very excited about this weren't you Zachariah? Yeah I am um, 20th anniversary now it's always 5 years ago you know Yep. a real leather uh, deck box so also a thing I want to discuss please bring out more luxury goods like this why um, I, I, why Japan, in Japan people will pay for this kind of premium product yep. and I would really appreciate <laughs> more uh, leather products I think the last one uh, that did was the Shibuya campaign yep. um, in which they released a leather um, deck box and a 
dice dice case yeah something like that yeah and these sort out uh, very very quickly and i would really appreciate it <laughs> but coming back to this auction um yeah i think this was only given uh, away uh, to artists at the time and celebrities yeah and um, yeah um i think many of them were being sold privately which i can uh, understand and this i think this one was the only one and first one that was being uh, auctioned off and look at the price yeah <laughs> I, th- I think this is uh, truly the the most expensive product uh, that's not a non card you know that's sold and this this is japan you know japan japanese are very passionate about these kind of products they will buy it <laughs> yeah and and as you say it was exclusively to celebrities and certain individuals it was a promotional item that's produced yes. to be given given out in limited numbers and this was a very well preserved um example of it wasn't it the one that got auctioned yeah, um exactly as you say it was it was over 11,000 US dollars is over a million yen um great it was it was pristine pretty much um the box was immaculate um that it came in and obviously the items inside were were immaculate yeah. as well so very desirable for a collector to get hold of this um in such a good quality condition so that was a very very interesting and i remember at the time you were very excited about this so yeah very nice product <laughs> yes. um, indeed um also in august um Zachariah, you interviewed uh, Jake and Rafi, didn't you? Yes, from um, the Pokemon Channel, Pokonomics with uh, Jake and Rafi. Yeah. And um, yeah, these these two guys, uh, they are very interesting uh, uh, because they, uh, right now, as of now, they have interviewed many, many um, key persons um, in the Pokemon uh, community. And I highly recommend checking them out. And they, in my opinion, they talk some sense in this, um, in this, um, how do you say it? This upcoming trend of Pokemon financial channels and, yeah. and investing channels. And yeah, th- these co- these people are, they know what they are talking about somewhat. Of course, it's just an opinion, but they analyze what, um, they are having a deeper look uh, into the market and have a little bit of more insight um, of Pokemon uh, cards. And uh, yeah, they are, I think, growing right now. And uh, again, amazing, uh, amazing uh, duo. Yeah. And uh, I I'd highly recommend checking out their interviews with the, some of the other collectors in this hobby. And um, yes, financial. Uh, good financial channel in my opinion of course again this is their opinion what they just talking about so they are not the bible yeah <laughs> but i highly recommend checking them out I, I truly recommend this channel i i really enjoy watching watching them as well and i really hope um yeah like i just told you in this time of uh this 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 the hobby is rising a lot also with uh, the financial channels and this this channel is very consistent with uh, what they do and uh, knowledgeable. Yep. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it, uh, with the surge in popularity around 
um, yeah. Pokemon cards and especially investing in them. It's uh, definitely a channel to go and check out and it's definitely worth reading the interview that Zachariah did with the guys. Uh, yes. So that was very, very interesting. Moving on, we had the Pokemon Center Singapore exclusive. They had a Pikachu with Celebi uh, Poncho and a Lapras Poncho playmat. And they had deck sleeves to match that as well. Um, we know how much people love Pikachu and ponchos, don't we? It's always very popular, especially in Jap- Japan, yeah, the Japanese yeah. promo cards in the past. Um, so, yeah, this came out August 7th. Uh, you could only buy it, from my understanding, um, from uh, the Pokemon Center in Singapore. Singapore. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was obviously very, very limited, very exclusive to that particular store. Um, and they had some other promos as well. I think it was their first year anniversary, wasn't it, for the store? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so this was to commemorate the first year anniversary. They had clear water bottles as well. They had a flip deck storage case um, and some slippers as well, <laughs> as well as a um, clear yeah. folder. Uh, the A4 clear folders are quite a thing that you see regularly in Pokemon centers in Japan um, as well. So, yeah, quite nice products. I, I, I What what missed was um, a promo card to finish it all off. Yeah. That because the promo card, sleeves, you know, indeed the deck box. Yeah. Oh, I, I truly hoped for a promo card in, in the Poncho Pikachu because Celebi... Well, I was really disappointed as well because um, yeah. we never got a promo card at the pop-up pokemon center in london either it seems to be they don't yeah. seem to want to do promo cards for pokemon centers outside of japan exactly. um, it seems to be a japanese exclusive thing at the at the moment we know how japanese exclusive things have changed this year yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's hope that going forward that um they do introduce pokemon center promo yeah. cards outside of japan as well but yeah very nice products uh that were singapore exclusive um, moving on, we had Eternatus Darkness Ablaze, Eternatus V Darkness Ablaze oversized promo cards revealed. So um, I think, again, I found an image of this and shared it with you guys on the Poke Guardian site um, from my local <laughs> game store. Um, my friends over there were very good at sharing this with us. But yeah, um, we also had, um, when this promo came out, they were giving out the Toxtricity V in the UK as well, which was the uh, Rebel Clash oversized promo. So we were getting both of these at the same time, essentially. If you spent um, the £15 on Pokemon products, uh, when Do- they came out, this came out when Do- on the Day of Darkness, a Blaze's yeah. release. And um, okay. at the same time, you would get, um, if you purchased the double pack yep. from Darkness to Blaze, Plus these two jumbo cards, amazing value. Yeah. If you may, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, because they had the um, uh, what do they call them? The, yeah, the double packs. I can't remember yeah. what we called them, but yeah, you essentially in Europe and the UK, we were getting a pack of Darkness Ablaze with a pack of Rebel Clash for the price of one booster pack. Exactly. So two booster packs for the price of one, and I think in North America, it was Darkness Ablaze and Sword and Shield base set. So, um, very good products, amazing value. Um, yeah. So essentially you could buy four packs of those, which was eight booster packs for essentially 16, less than 16 pounds and get these two promos (laughs) with it as well. 
amazing value. You couldn't go wrong. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so very nice products. Um, I did get quite a few of these. Uh, so I have quite a few at home. So yeah, very nice uh, jumbos. Um, yeah, August Japan. Um, we had a high class uh, pack shiny star V Nessa set information revealed. <laughs> so we all knew that we we're going to be getting our um, high class set in November, and they revealed some dummy box image as well as artwork for the main box or um, the sleeves and a deck box for uh this nessa box now this is i managed to luckily get hold of one of these later on (laughs) but um beautiful box um stunning artwork uh and a very popular product as you'd expect you know in japan yes um these always are especially if they've got a female supporter character on there (laughs) they tend to sell well in japan um (laughs) And and this is this was no different. Very popular. I had two booster boxes of um, shiny star V in there as well. Um, so worth it just for that alone, which are very difficult to get hold of those booster boxes, as you'd expect. A retail yes. price of eleven thousand three hundred yen, and it came was to be released on the twentieth of November, the same day as um, shiny star V came out. So yeah, nice product. Um, I know you definitely liked it. You ended up getting one or two i have two <laughs> two yeah i thought it was more than one yeah, yeah. i think you still got them sealed as well haven't you <laughs> yeah and why the the when you stack them together yeah uh, you, the, the artwork will extend as yes. one yeah because it's so, on either side isn't it so yeah. yeah you can put them together and you can see the full artwork which, which clever design very nice design yeah so that's a great product reveal um Pokemon card game also had uh, another clothing collection with Zuzu Town this time. Um, very, very nice uh, line of clothing revealed. Um, and that was very simplistic design and style, but very, mm-hmm. very nice looking. Um, not over the top, but really nice. And I think it was... Um, was it something to do with the V-Starter decks? Yeah, V-Starter deck campaign, yeah. Yeah, I think it was just to sort of promote that campaign of the V-Starter decks coming out, wasn't it? You had to buy uh, one V-Starter deck, if I'm yep. not mistaken, and you would get, uh, it's, it's essentially you need, if you bought one of that clothing piece, yep. you would get one V-Starter deck or something like that. You would pay also for it, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and one, yeah, one Mew of a Pikachu coin. Yeah, I think those coins were exclusive to this promo, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. not the not so, the design, but the color. Yeah. So. Yeah. Very nice because campaign. they were clear and color. Co- because I think you you were getting those coins colored based on the colored deck um, yeah. from if you were playing, I think, or were those EV coins? No, those are EV coins. I think you were getting those were EV coins. Yeah. Based on the color of the deck you were playing with, that was a different exactly. uh, campaign. But yeah. Very interesting, very nice clothing line. So that was with Zuzu Town. Um, going back to English products, towards the end of August, we had a reveal of something very peculiar. Uh, the Kanto Power Collection was revealed for North America, for the USA and Canada. We saw these two boxes revealed. Um, a bit strange, really. Um, but in hindsight, with what happened after August... <laughs> These these looked quite attractive, to be fair. 
as evolutions <laughs> suddenly became very popular again. Um, yeah, the Kanto Powers tins, it basically looked like they were trying to get rid of evolutions packs and they've made these boxes, which is quite common for like Walmart and Target in America. Yeah, you see exactly. products revealed, um, which are a mismatch of um, older products being put repackaged into a new box and revealed as something, hey, this is new. Um <laughs> with old promos in it. And we saw something similar with this. We saw uh, there's one Kanto power box with Slowbro and Mewtwo, uh, with the Mewtwo jumbo, and another one with the Dragonite jumbo, Dragonite EX, and a Pidgeot uh, EX. So, yeah, very interesting. Uh, $39.99 was uh, MSRP, and people thought, who's going to be buying this for that price? (laughs) 10 packs of evolutions, but... Uh, proves to be a bargain after after yeah. the popularity surge of in evolutions uh, a little while after that so yeah yeah that was a very interesting product but that summarized august for us very nice September was a massive month, huge amounts of news um, and stories that came out. So first off, we got some uh, leaks of the Champions Path secret rares from someone who obtained the French Elite Trainer Box booklet early and they shared the images uh, for us to see. And it shocked quite a few of us because we saw this set actually had the Hyper Rare Charizard VMAX, the Rainbow Rare, and a shiny full art Charizard V uh, in this set, which obviously um, surprised a lot of people, but also gave us some indication as what to expect in shiny star V later on. Um, And it also gave us some of the um, uh, rainbow rare supporters that were missing from darkness ablaze. I think. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Were um, Kabu and Piers, but yeah, the Charizards that really caught me off guard. And uh, made me made me a bit humble pie, I think, <laughs> because, because I we wouldn't see that rainbow rare Charizard in English, um, but we did. Um, so I think it raised a huge amount of hype for Champions Path, and obviously meant as soon as that was revealed, I think everyone started selling out immediately of yeah. Champions Path products, and prices started going up as well, didn't they? Uh, certain stores started pushing their prices yeah. up for products, so yeah. Very um, interesting leak that was. Um, but what was your thought on that when you saw that? <laughs> yeah, people were already uh, trying to pre-order the, the ETB, the Elite Trainer Box, when the promo was revealed. Yeah. Essentially, uh, with, the, with the set reveal. But yeah, that shiny and hyper-red Charizard. Ooh, uh, <laughs> that was something... Um, I did not expect. <laughs> uh, there was also a possibility, but um, I did not expect a shiny yeah. Charizard V in there. Uh, prematurely uh, taken from uh, the future shiny set in English, uh, even before shiny, shiny Star V. So, um, yeah, in Champions Path, coming back to the set, yeah, people are now starting to realize <laughs> it was not Hidden Fates 2. Yeah. Um, it clearly wasn't, you know. Um, and now the Elite Trainer boxes are widely restocked at retail price. So uh, if you still want it, I'm sure you can get a hold of one. Uh, 
yeah, for yeah. retail and on, on eBay they are floated right now if I'm not mistaken yeah. for, for $50, $60 um, yeah Champions Path you know uh, it's not Vivid Voltage was a better Champions Path than, uh, than Champions Path itself yeah that's, absolutely uh, that's my take on this set definitely <laughs> definitely I think yeah. this is a I, I'll I said it from the beginning, I'll say it again, you know, this was an underwhelming set. The only thing that made yeah. people popular for the set were those Charizard cards. Other than that, you take those out and this yes. um, this is uh, Dragon Majesty 2.0, not Hidden Fates 2.0. <laughs> even even that set had more originality yeah. than, uh, than Abs- Champions Path. Absolutely. Path. I was going to say, actually, Dragon. Yeah. I'm probably doing Dragon Majesty no justice with that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. so that was very interesting when we got those reveals uh, sent the hype through the roof. Um, we th- saw Hydragon Darkness Ablaze store promo images revealed, um, which was quite interesting. There was also one with a thank you stamp on it, wasn't there? Promo. Yeah, there was only um, there was only thank you a promo. It was yep. a store exclusive promo. Yeah, sorry. Yep. Yeah, and you had to order it, um, I think, in a marketing pack uh, kit. Yep. I think uh, at that time. And... Uh, yeah, it, I, yeah, it's it's nothing special, but you know, it's it's, it's a thank you promo to stores. You know, to yeah. to have uh, people, customers support your store. You know, and it's a nice promo. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't too keen on these promos. I don't really like the font they used for the thank you. So. Yeah, a bit uh, a bit off. Yeah, it looks a bit like of a stock sort of like handwriting font, and just it doesn't really appeal to me. It looks very early nineties type font face that you'd get you know so um yeah uh nice if you if you like to collect stamp promos um but yeah um not 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 a huge uh thing we also had another promo which again which um gamestop (laughs) exclusive but it wasn't is a promo but it wasn't a promo it didn't have a promo stamp on it at all it was just a normal set stamp um of center scorch and was it a non-hollow or galaxy foil? I'm not sure. It's not non-hollow. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't really get it. Um, again, it was a very strange... You had a few of these um, promos in GameStop, I think, didn't you? Um, so far and so yeah, I think Copper uh, Raja was... Uh, yeah. I think previously in yeah. there. But that, that one was a non-holo because um, exclusive, it was a, a non-holo exclusive promo. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it, well, it was to me meaningless. Yeah. I think you could imagine, hey, uh, it's a non-holo, it's collectible, you know, exclusive yeah. Yeah. Uh, from that set. But this scent squatch, why? <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> it was a regular rare in this in this uh, specific set, yeah. sorry, should base set. And it is a non-holo as a, as a games of promo, and it was obviously meant for um, the, the, the I think the raid battles. Yeah, you know, for for the in-game. Uh, but yeah, it's so meaningless. I, yeah. I, I think one of the worst store promos in in years. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's enough yeah. to say about that. Really, we'll move yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> um, a very important month for us was September because we had our first ever Pokey Guardian podcast uh, and yes. I became part of this project so very happy to have been involved in this from the beginning uh, with the podcast so yeah um, really uh, important month for us as far as the podcast were concerned so that was the first one in September 
Um, the Charizard from the second illustration Grand Prix uh, was confirmed to be released as a free promo card. So we've got confirmation that it would start to be distributed from October 23rd when you buy five packs from the Pokemon Center store in Japan, similar to how the Gardevoir promo was uh, distributed the previous year. Uh, you get two uh, promo cards for each purchase of a Pokemon card game rubber playmat, set of B, a B which we'll mention in just a moment. Um, but yeah, very nice promo. It's limited to four promo cards per person. Um, and it's promo number 143 of um, Sword and Shield in Japan, which is S-P um, as we know it. So yeah, very nice card. Uh, the artist um, was was very happy about this. Um, I know, I think, has the artist actually been hired to do further artwork? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think in the in the, in the price uh, in the competition rules, yeah, it, I think it was stated you would be appointed as a uh, illustrator at Creatures. Yep. Um, but indeed, uh, we don't know in what regard he will be. Um, the the previous winner of last year, yeah, Yushida, is doing illustrations right now. Yeah. Uh, so expect. Uh, Jiro to be uh, Firex, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> to be uh, in need to do some more artwork yeah. in, the, in the future, that which is be, very cool. That would be awesome, absolutely. Um, Pikachu VMAX promo. So, um, if you weren't aware, there's a Pika Pika Pikachu promo card campaign in Japan. If you bought a box of Astonishing Vault Tackle, you'd receive five promo card packs. So, sealed promo card packs, similar to what we had with. Um, uh, S3, uh, but these promo packs included uh, uh, two reprints of Pikachu's st- uh, sort of normal cards. We had a hollow exclusive from SoSo, brand new artwork. Uh, we had a Pikachu V alternative artwork. I think it's actually a different Pikachu, a different attacks. So I'm not too sure. And a Pikachu VMAX. Now, um, those of you who follow my YouTube channel know I went. Uh, a bit crazy with this and ordered <laughs> 80 packs in search of the VMAX. And um, only after I'd ordered that, I, I broke my number one rule. Number My number one rule is don't buy loose packs from Japan. And these were loose packs, even though they were bundled <laughs> with cardboard around them. But I was told later on that you could feel the texture through the packs. And obviously they were weighable as well. So I ended up with zero VMAX. Uh, There's a spoiler if you haven't seen my video. Um, But yeah, this promo was super popular. It shot up in price up to 10,000 yen, I think, Yeah. over that weekend. I think originally the price was a fairly decent price to begin with. And then on release day, I think people started to realize that, no, you haven't got a one in five chance of getting this. The seeding for the VMAX was a lot rarer um, in the packs. Nice. And then the the price suddenly started to shoot up. And then I think it's sort of um, settled at around 7,000 yen, but then gone up and stabilized a bit. I think it's now uh, around 12,000 yen. Yeah, which you'd expect because once, yeah. once the packs were no longer available, you'd expect it to start rising and settling at a higher price. So, yeah. Um, it's about $120 now. Um, so still one of those, one of the few VMAXs I haven't got the camera and VMAX and this one are the only ones missing from my Japanese VMAX collection, but yeah, very nice, uh, promo. 
which uh, which was a big news story that weekend um, when it came out. Um, we had the official uh, product images for the Sword and Shield Ultra P- Premium Collection of Zashian and Zamazenta um, show up. So we had a look at the amazing looking box that folds open with a gold inlay and drawers that come out. And it gave us a size comparison as well as to how big this thing would be. It's got magnetic catches that close at the top. Very nice product. Um, obviously, there's two different types of products which confused us a bit. There's this product, and then there was a, a elite trainer premium elite trainer boxes. Uh, it gets very confusing, but um, yeah, this artwork was amazing. Seeing this actual product it looks very premium. Having seen the product now on videos, uh, it's a very very solid. Uh, product indeed and and this promo uh, sorry and this product this uh, ultra premium collection yep. i think the elite trainer box plus yes. they are currently delayed for uh, certain parts uh, in the world yeah uh, including europe if i'm not mistaken so yep. at the time of this podcast it's still not released for many so uh, yeah <laughs> a very cool uh, very cool product yeah i've had this product pre-release uh, pre-ordered for a while it's still not released it keeps getting i uh, keep getting okay. notifications from the per, uh, from the company i ordered from that there is a delay in release so still not released in this part of the world um in the uk we had something very exclusive uh, in September, it was an Eevee on the Ball game UK exclusive store uh, fo- Pokemon futsal promo. So um, Pokemon Company and the English FA have had a partnership uh, around youth football for the last year or two. And this was part of that promotion where they released promo cards. So there are five in the set. Uh, card number one is uh, Pikachu which is only obtainable if you run a youth football project and you can apply for uh, it by a lottery. Um, And then these promos, two, three, four, and five, are being released in game stores in the UK. Um, We didn't know when they would be distributed. I saw the stand in the store and we realized that it will be the gala starters with Eevee, which is proven to be the case with promo two being out as well but yeah Eevee on the ball very popular card uh Eevee's global appeal I had so many requests from people from all over the world for this promo and I think I ended up helping 30 odd people get hold of this promo if not more um yeah crazy uh popularity uh but a very nice promo as well and nice to see exclusives outside of Japan to be fair yeah, I'm, I'm very, very excited for these promos indeed, and like, like just this this year changed a lot of things. I did not expect uh, an exclusive promo like this uh, to come, yeah, <laughs> exclusively for the UK, for the UK, for yeah. England. Yeah, absolutely, and and just to mention, yeah, this was in the UK, where obviously the UK is four separate countries as one, um, and this is only available in England, but it was available in the rest of the UK if you purchase from Game Online, I believe. Um, so some people um, could only obtain it online for a limited time, um, whereas it's available in the English game stores uh, throughout the period and extended period after that as well until stocks ran out. So yeah, that was a very nice promo indeed. Um, in Japan, we had a VMAX special set 
came out uh, coming out in October, and it was revealed that um, it included a Camerant V Max, which had never been seen before, uh, new alternate artworks of Cinderace V Max as well. So that product was due, due came out in October the twenty third. Very good price product, um, and it came with a promo pack in the product where you would get one. Uh, exclusive VMAX with three energy cards that match that Pokemon's type, essentially. And uh, yeah, Camerant VMAX was one of those. Uh, it was a colorless, so you got water energy with that one because it was closely tied to water. Um, but yeah, it included eight booster packs in that product, including every set that was released up until then in Japan. So nice product, a nice reveal uh, of what to be what was expected in that set. We also had the B uh, rubber play mat uh, reveal. Very nice artwork of um, B in a stance, in a, in a battle um, with her Pokemon standing behind her, all braced, ready to go into battle with her. Uh, great pose. There's a box um, available as well, a deck box, uh, a long storage box, and uh, some deck shields as well. Um, Great artwork, and I think this is quite a popular product as well, wasn't it? Yeah, and and this product was meant for uh, new players, you know. Yeah. So hey, yeah, you have a deck box, play mat, card storage box, everything to just start and play. Yeah. Excluding the, the cards as in uh, <laughs> a deck. Yeah. But yeah, this is uh, an amazing product. Uh, I wish it did contain a promo or something, but you can't you can't have them all. Yeah. But yeah, amazing product. Yeah, it's a very nice quality product. Um, we then had a very strange product that we saw emerge in Australia, which would then later be revealed to be available in North America as well. It was a small and mighty premium collection where we saw another of the... Um, it was from the Tag All-Stars, wasn't it, set? This um, Togepi, yes. Cleffa and Jigglypuff GX artwork. So yeah, so this alternate artwork uh, and you got a big pin badge with the three of them on it and a sticker, I think. Um, I'm not sure about the no. sticker. I think that was just uh, in the box design. It's a key ring. It's a key, it's a key ring. ring. That was it. Key ring and yeah. a coin um, with yes. it as well. Um, 110 Australian dollars, which is about 80 US dollars. So it's quite a high premium price product but it did come with 10 yeah. packs didn't it so um yeah, still still overpriced still overpriced opinion. for what it was i think yeah. but um yeah there i think in america though it did retail a lot less and it was one of those uh i think it might have been a black friday deal or something whereas a discounted from the msrp but yeah I think that, that was, that was in- i think there was jirachi gx oh yes i think you're right if i'm, if I'm not mistaken indeed Yes. Yeah. So that was a weird product. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> but going on to something that was a seriously good product, the Zashian V League Battle Deck was revealed. So earlier in the year, we had the two, uh, we had the Pikachu Zekrom Battle Deck, the Charizard Reshizard uh, Battle Deck, and this, the Zashian V, is similar vein. This deck was dominating the dominates the format adp and zashian 
and we got it in a battle deck. I just couldn't <laughs> believe it when this product was revealed. Um, stunning products. Re- really um, continues a trend of uh, the Pokemon Company International trying to put s- really playable, super powerful cards in players' hands at an affordable price. Um, great product. 60-card deck. You get um, two Zashian V. You get the ADP GX Tag Team, as well as amazing staple cards in there as well. And you get the code to play this card deck online as well. Nice. Um, so very appropriate for current climate where there isn't any official play happening it's all online you can actually play with this deck online you know great for people who who just want to get into the game and play online and have a super powerful deck so yeah awesome product awesome price 24.99 msrp just stellar um yeah i don't know what else we can say about it really (laughs) yeah same story as the the other league belt decks amazing value just i hope they continue and they will continue this trend uh, next year yeah definitely okay uh final bit of what we had in september very busy month like i said um 2020 player ceremony promo was revealed so um do you want to tell us a bit about this it's a yeah beautiful Um, artwork um covid happened (laughs) yeah so um yeah many i think uh, people thought at least one uh, championship uh, you have like um uh, cp i think it was cp and uh, organized and uh, play pokemon international yep. and they have an equivalent of that in japan called csp yeah and um if you got at least one csp you would get a professor research promo card yeah uh, magnolia with a, i think it was a stamp on there as well yeah a stamp on there pokemon championship series 2020 and um, how many 30, 30 CSP for uh, the player ceremony uh, promo? Yeah. And uh, yeah, these cards uh, tend to be um, some uh, so somewhat pricey. Yeah. Um, I I think this is a very nice uh, promo card, and you have to play for it in yes. order to obtain it. So you know, and that's that's um, that's one f- uh, factor that would make this card quite desirable. Because you can't you can't buy it from from a uh, you can't obtain it from a pack. No, it's really a trophy, yeah, not a trophy card, but an event card, you know. And um, yes, very cool card. I wish I uh, <laughs> I lived in Japan and played. Yeah. Because uh, the artist artwork is just amazing, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, nothing uh, more to add. Yeah, stunning, stunning artwork. Had yeah. so much going on in it. Um, very nice card indeed. Uh, so that was a very, very busy September. October was another busy month on Pokey Guardian, and we had a reveal of the Miss Magius and Sabrina and the Bryson Man Pokemon promo cards revealed. So these cards uh, were revealed as promos 141 and 142 respectively. Miss Magius um, and Sabrina and Bryson. Sabrina and Bryson, they're completely different new cards um, and were not treated as the previously banned versions that we'd seen earlier in the year. So very nice looking cards. Uh, Again, they're Pokemon uh, gym 
Pokemon card gym distribution, which were distributed from October the 10th onwards. Moving on, we had the Mel alternate artwork of V Champions League promo revealed. So this was the artwork that we'd seen earlier in the Taiwanese and Hong Kong set Promise Power, um, which were exclusive at the time to the Taiwanese and Hong Kong set, now released as a Japanese uh, championship season promo. Uh, it was given out as a prize card during the Champions League 2021 Yokohama event. Uh that's pretty much all we need to say about this card, wasn't it? Was there anything yeah. interesting? I yeah, think it was delayed by because of obviously the yeah, pandemic. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Because new promos were called 2021. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this price uh, is also a little bit uh, pricey. <laughs> yes. Because there weren't a lot of players in, at that specific event. Yeah. So the limited numbers, very limited yeah. more than usual of these yeah. cards handed out. So yeah, very difficult to get hold of this card. Absolutely. Uh, we then also had the Galarian Zigzagoon, which was a Champions League 2021 Yokohama promo. Um, <laughs> this one was given out to the participants at the Champions League 2021 Yokohama event, and this had the right stamp on it. It said 2021 instead of 2020. Yes. Um, it was revealed. So it was revealed in the live stream. Um, but yeah, I think it was limited uh, to the number of players at that tournament, I think. And I remember this going for quite a reasonable price as well. I think a super playable card. And it was going yeah, for it a pretty penny because it was uh, hollow, wasn't it? Yeah. I think this this was the, before uh, Shiny Star came, Yeah, this was the only hollow uh, Zigzagoon, Galarian Zigzagoon. Yeah. And it, it is very, like the, our uh, translator, uh, Antoine Boulay, Antoine Lay. Yeah. You mentioned it, uh, 20, 2,600 players. Yep. Yeah, I, did, I think I haven't seen this promo uh, anywhere else outside of this event. Yeah. Which makes sense, of course. It's so a championship it's very, promo. Very difficult to get hold of. Very, good very difficult to get, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also had uh, Vivid Voltage Thank You promos revealed in October. Now, these were... Um, most of them were mad party. Well, there were some mad party cards in here, but some really nice artwork. Um, similar to the Hydragon thank you promo. These had um, thank you stamps on them. Um, and they were, I think we saw this leaked from South America, didn't we, the image? Yeah, first, indeed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and these were obviously meant to be uh, before uh, COVID happened to be yeah. regular league promos and yeah. league cup and challenge, one hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. It's not confirmed, but we just all know that would be that would have been league promos uh, like we all uh, know. Yeah, definitely. Multi guest uh, and indeed Mr. Rhyme and you know Bunnaby and the, all all league promos. Definitely. Yeah. So we saw that um, revealed. So that was uh, interesting cards as well. Um, moving on, we had, um, this is a really interesting reveal was tag team, all tag, all stars and ultra Genesis were getting reprinted, um, and re-released, uh, in Japan. And there was a free full art supporter promo card, uh, for the box purchase, um, coming as well for, um, which was revealed at the same time. Um, but we didn't know what the full art support was for single strike, rapid strike. 
Um, but this reprint of these two sets was really interesting because we weren't really expecting we don't really see reprints of older sets in Japan too often. Um, so this is quite an interesting thing. And you sure saw shops suddenly flash selling uh, boxes of Tag All-Star at really low prices because they had to get rid of their original stock, didn't they, before the yeah. new stock came in. So suddenly prices were, they're doing sale, fire sales to get rid of boxes for 4,000 yen um, before the new stock came in because they had, could give out promo cards of, I think it was um, ADP with a yeah, stamp ADP. on it. Cherishable. Yeah, and a Cherishable, which is super playable as well. So two super playable cards as promo cards with a promo stamp on. Um, and I think you got the yeah ADP if you bought the box of Ultra Genesis and you got the Cherishable if you bought uh, a box of Tag All-Stars. So, yeah, interesting promo um, campaign. Um, yeah. yeah, and very strange. Um, but, yeah, it's called the GX Reboot Campaign, accordingly. So, yeah. You, yeah. Can, you um, can still buy uh, both sets at uh, retail price right now. Yeah, so yeah they're still readily available. So, yeah, yeah. I, will, I would definitely say if you – I think Tag All-Stars will uh, age quite well being a high-class set. Yeah. Um, always do, you know. Um, so yeah, very worthwhile getting hold of that. So that was very interesting news. We had the Sword and Shield VMAX special set officially revealed. Uh, we we talked about how the Cameron had been revealed the previous month and with a Cinderace alternate art, but this also revealed that Del Mice was getting a VMAX in this set and Morpeka was getting an alternate art as well which made up the four promos that were possible out of the promo pack. Very nice box set. You got one pack of every set that had come out for this era of Sword and Shield up until this day, including Legendary Heartbeat in here as well, and um, Vault Tackle. So, yeah, uh, very nice box, very affordable, and sold out very quickly. Um, 1,780 yen, so like $18 for this box amazing starter product if you just want to get into Japanese cards or if you just wanted a pack of every every booster pack sealed for this era, you know, is a great product to buy. Um, I personally um, opened a few of these, really enjoyed opening this, to be fair. Uh, one of the bargain products, I think, Japanese products of the year. Um, excellent products. So, um, yeah. And those promos are still the Cameron promo yeah. and Del Mice promo are going for more than what the box is worth. <laughs> um, if you can get them. So yeah, very nice product indeed. Um, we then had our second um futsal promo revealed, which was the um Groki card, which I managed to get hold of the day it came out. Uh, we've got some pictures up on uh, Poke Guardian of that, of the actual card itself. Um, very nice card. Uh, again, very popular, but it also did confirm our suspicions that the other three promos in this set were going to be the Galar starters, starting with Groki. So we're expecting to see um, Score Bunny and Sobble very soon, but they haven't been revealed as of yet. Moving on, Coco movie promo was revealed and the Pokemon uh, movie Coco illustration contest was announced. This one was quite interesting, wasn't it? Um, 
Yeah. Very nice promo, but the contest was very, very nice as well. Yeah. So essentially what you got was uh, a silhouette of Coco and Zarud, and then it was up to you to fill in the rest of the image yourself. So colour it in and do a background yeah. uh, to enter this competition. So, um, and, and I like the way that there's a director's award, a creature's award, and a parent and child award. Um, so very nice competition. Um, and it was open to people outside of Japan as well, wasn't it, for one, for a change? Yeah, there was, uh, there was uh, also a section for Twitter. Yeah. Uh, people could submit their works indeed, uh, I think, at Twitter. And you'll, in that, indeed, you'll, uh, yeah, get an award, a Twitter award. Yeah. And uh, the grand prize winner um, would get, I think, I think the three uh, other winners, you know, the grand prize. Yep. Now, what was it again? Um, yeah, the Director's Award, Creature Award, yep. and Parent and Child Award. Yeah. I think these would these three would get a jumbo card yep. of the, the Coco uh, illustration. Yep. And I think this one was the, the jumbo card that you designed, if I'm not mistaken. So that's even nicer, you know? Yeah. And that um, regular promo card of Coco, I think he's the one first ever... No, no, I think the second human Pokemon, uh, human Pokemon card to be given out. So oh. it's also very cool. Yeah. He's a human. Yes. <laughs> it can be played. So yeah. it's even, uh, he's legal to play. So uh, it's very cool. Yeah, very cool card indeed. Uh, so that was a very nice competition. Um, we had the starter set, VMAX Venusaur and VMAX Blastoise. Uh, decks revealed as well as a competitive triple starter set revealed um great decks to complement basically we'd already had a charizard vmax earlier in the year with a grim snarl vmax deck and these were for now obviously venusaur and blastoise and there's a triple deck which would also include the charizard vmax deck as well um we didn't get an alternate art charizard but the set number did change when it came out later but yeah we the artwork was revealed for this set. We saw the cards, um, some really nice products in here. We had essentially confirmed um, a new boss's order, which was very nice. Um, Lissandra this time, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. L Lissandra, indeed. Boss order, Lissandra, yes. Yeah. yeah. And we had uh, a very nice Celebi artwork. Um, Menefee. And a few other cards as well, including some promos you got with the triple, triple yeah. um, uh, battle Lugia, starter set. Yeah, that was a pre-release card. Uh, Genesect yep. from Legendary Heartbeat, Suicune, yep. and Heatran from yeah. uh, the same set. So. Yeah, so some very nice uh, products. Um, so yeah. revealed for this set that was obviously coming out uh, in December. Exactly. Um, we also had the special box Pokemon Center Kanazawa Memorial opening room memorial box revealed, as well as the promo card. Now this box, insane value, you know, um, yes. four thousand six hundred forty yen. But the number of packs you got in here, the promos you got, and obviously you got four packs of shiny Star V in there as well. Um, this is a no-brainer. If you could get hold of this, you certainly should have done. Uh, the artwork was stunning on the deck shields and the box itself. And you got some beautiful promos in there as well of uh, Pikachu, 
Sobble and Melotic, which were obviously the store mascots. So very nice set um, indeed. And it was retailing at ridiculous money, wasn't it, after it was released? Yeah, and, and it's uh, it's being restocked for February yep. next year. But indeed, uh, this is a box. <laughs> it, it has everything. It yeah. has exclusive promos, Shiny Star V, many uh, first year packs of Sword and Shield, the main sets, deck sleeves, it's it's just a winner of a product. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is one of the um, uh, uh, alongside the V Max uh, box yep. from Japan with the what what was called again the V Max collection with the Cinderace and Cramorant and um, Del Mice V Max. Yeah. This one and uh, that one are I think the best products released so far um, in Japan this year. It's just it blew my mind how how beautiful these products are. These will sealed or will age amazingly. And uh, yeah, if they, could, they continue to uh, release such products, I'm a happy man. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Quality product indeed. Okay, we had a GX uh, box revealed as well, collection box, which was a Jirachi GX collection box, uh, North America again. Um, this one was similar to the uh, box we saw in Australia in the previous month, but this one featured Jirachi, Lucario, and Decidueye promos. The Jirachi was a full art, again, from uh, Tag All Stars, which hadn't been released before, uh, and it was released as an alternate art of Jirachi GX. Um, yeah. I think uh, this was released in November and it was part of a sort of flash November sale where it was MSRP of $49.99, but it's available for $20, I think. Yeah, Black Friday uh, item. Yeah, for Black Friday. And I think um, uh, Scalpers targeted this box hard <laughs> because, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was one of those that, was difficult to get hold of, put it that way. A lot of people did target this box. Yes. Um, but yeah, at the full price, we were laughing at this product, but at $20, it was um, probably worth a punt, I think. Um, yeah, absolutely. At the time, yeah. uh, even now, Evolution is $15 yeah. a pack. So almost everything is free. Yeah, absolutely. So very nice product at that price. Um we also got a reveal of the Alakazam V box, which is going to be coming out in the new year, January 8th, uh, $20 MSRP, uh, and it'll feature um, Alakazam V. Not really much else to say about that. Four packs, oversized card in there as well. Yeah. Um, and we'll see that coming out in the new year. Very cool product. Yeah, very nice. And obviously going to be very popular. Very popular Pokemon as well. Yeah, fan favorite. Yeah, definitely. Anyone. Yeah. We had uh, next the shiny box. Crobat V was officially revealed as well um, to contain um, shiny Crobat V. Um, so that had a release date of Christmas Day. And it was uh, 3,800 yen product. Um but I think it's a very good quality product, to be fair. Um, but yeah, more of that a bit later. But we had the reveal of it. 
uh, as well as some official photos of the box uh, demonstrating that it's a double deck box and the promo cards that you'd be getting in there as well as the six booster packs. So that was at the end of October. And we also had the reveal on the 30th of October of Hop's Daily Routine, Bead's Decision, and Marnie's Practice, which were trainer card collections. Now, these were fantastic products. Um, essentially, they are collection four-pocket collection folders. You get a signed promo card with a signature of each of the trainers, supporters, and an alternate art uh, promo card of that said supporter as well. Uh, very nice product. The artwork is then extended in full art on the actual collection folders themselves. And you got some packs in the product as well. I think you got uh, Infinity Zone, Astonishing Vault Tackle, uh, Explosive Walker, and Legendary Harpy in this. So, so four packs, 1800 yen uh, suggested price. And obviously that Marnie one was super popular uh, and was sold out instantly. Um, when it was available. It came out November 20th. So that was all of our October news. Okay, so November started with a Snorlax Vivid Voltage store promo reveal. So similar to other store promos, we got a regular size Snorlax that was revealed to be distributed from certain stores. Um, in the UK, it was... WH Smith, um, that was finally confirmed, but we had it uh, revealed from Playscape uh, Games um, that we'd be getting it in, from WH Smith, uh, but it was also available from the regular stores that you'd normally obtain them from in France, Germany, Italy, Spain, and I believe the Netherlands as well. You managed to get yourself one, didn't you? Yeah, the, the picture you mean? Uh, the Snorlax. The Snorlax, yes. The yeah. Snorlax. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I managed to obtain them. Uh, and these are one of my favorite promos, uh, store promos uh, in a long time. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I love this yeah. one. I managed to get hold of two. I ended up having to get them off eBay. But yeah, I think the Galaxy Foil on this particular card just looks, suits it so well, doesn't it? Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, looks looks amazing. Um, we also had the Pikachu V Vivid Voltage Oversized Store promo. Uh, again, similar distribution to what we've had previously with the Oversized promos, game in the UK. Um, but yeah, it's a very nice Oversized, I think, and it's going to be extremely popular. Um, love the card. And I think the Vivid Voltage um symbol goes really well on this pikachu card i think it just pops really well um yeah one of my favorite oversized cards i think uh again very good choice moving on we had uh, a, a very interesting card reveal so the pokemon center now shipped to canada and to celebrate the fact they revealed a special delivery pikachu card which is available to um, usa and canada pokemon center online store customers when they purchase twenty dollars worth of products online for a limited time while supplies lasted um you got this hollow foil um special foil special delivery pikachu um stunning card uh very popular uh i'm sure you'd agree wouldn't you 
yeah, uh, shocked again. Yeah. Just like the EV on the ball and uh, yeah, amazing promo. What do we need to see more? <laughs> yeah, it just came out of nowhere and I think it surprised all of us. Yeah. But um, following on from this, we also got, um, uh, when people got the premium collection of the a Sword and Shield premium collection of Zashin and Zamazenta, they had the um, player's guide in there, which showed the special delivery Charizard promo, which we don't know how it's going to get distributed, but um, there was a picture of that in the list of promos in the folder. Um, the Charizard set promo 75, but no idea when we're going to get it, to be fair. So uh, watch this space. As soon as we know when it's available, we'll let you guys know. And the final thing for November was a well-rounded musician Pokemon the Movie Coco limited CD promo was revealed. Uh, really amazing artwork. Um, this is uh, Japanese exclusive when you buy the CD for a limited time. And it was a uh, uh, features, uh, I'm probably not going to say this name right, Taiku Okazaki, who's a conductor... <laughs> Uh, I believe of the music, wasn't he? Yeah, um, of the movie, and the illustration was done by the chief animator of the movie, which is uh, Hirotaka Marufuji. Um, it's uh, SP promo one one nine, and I think it's going to be a very very nice promo to get hold of if you can. Um, obviously, very limited availability, uh, and it's, it's just a nice story behind it as well um, of being the composer. Um, of the actual movie featured in the card and the illustration by the chief animator. So very nice promo card. But that uh, rounded up November for us. Yes, and you can still uh, buy this uh, CD uh, product if you want. Yes, if it's you're listening available. to this podcast as soon yeah. after it's gone up, um, yeah, the CD is still available to purchase with the limited uh, edition with this promo. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you, if you act quick enough, you can still grab it. Yes. Okay, so we finally move into December. So most of this has been covered in our recent podcast, but we'll quickly go over this with you as well. December, we had the announcement that staff pre-release promos have been temporarily paused. Uh, some sites did reveal that um, there was going to be a permanent discontinuation of staff promos, but it was revealed officially that these are temporarily on pause, which makes absolute sense considering that play and organise events uh, are currently not taking place. So we do anticipate that potentially seeing um, staff promos returning in the future, but we don't know when, uh, but we'd anticipate it's when uh, organised play returns and pre-releases are being held in um, local game stores. We had uh, something revealed on Christmas Day. Cynthia Extra Battle Day promo card and Extra Battle Day rubber playmat were revealed. So the promo itself is obviously uh, going to be um, rewarded to anyone taking part in Extra Battle Day tournament. Last year's Extra Battle Day tournament uh, included sealed promo packs, which included Acerola, uh, Alternate Art, uh, Lily Alternate Art, and a Guzma Alternate Art. This year, it's Cynthia Alternate Art, which is obviously now out of standard play, but is it extend expanded format, isn't it? From what is that right? Uh, yes, it's an alternate art promo, and it with the same regulation mark. Uh, 
um, it doesn't uh, um, extend the expanded uh, because it's the same regulation mark. So yes, so it, it won't be legal for standard play, yeah. uh, standard yeah. format, only expanded Correct. format. Um, and the rubber playmat itself was based off the original um, Pokemon tins that we had here in uh, the West in English language, didn't we? We had the small yeah. tins which had their artwork that matched up together. Yeah, the Kanto Friends mini tin. That's it, yeah. Um, so this amazing artwork is now being um, reproduced as a rubber playmat, which I'm sure Japanese fans are going to be extremely happy to get uh, because it was very adorable artwork. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, the, these things are very, very popular in Japan yeah. because indeed they are illustrated by uh, Naoki Saito, yes, which is uh, a superstar yeah. artist in Japan at this at this point. So uh, indeed, I think uh, this playmat could uh, prove to be very, very expensive. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be one of a very desirable playmat indeed. Yeah. So there was that. Um, so the po- uh, Pokemon, the movie Coco illustration contest winner was announced. Um, so the winner um, was Director's Award. Award. The winner was uh, Nayabi Naya-san, uh, which is a very nice artwork featuring, gosh, um, is it Flygon in the background? Yeah, Flygon. Yeah, Flygon and Celebi in the forefront, as well as obviously Zavud and Coco, which were requirements of the image itself. So yeah, great artwork. Uh, Creatures Award went to artist Usamuru's. Um, again, this was a very nice, beautiful looking backdrop, um, and fantastically coloured, uh, very nice shadow drop on that. The Parent and Child Award was So Was Dad's. Uh, and a very, you can tell it's beautifully coloured by a young child, but a lot of detail put in the background by the parent as well. You can see, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so you can tell that's a combined piece of work, very nicely done. And there was a Twitter special award for arc blurrings. This looks stunning. I love the drop shadow on this, uh, the way the sunlight is coming through exactly. uh, the forest. But yeah, you can see all these images on Pokey Guardian. I'd, I'd recommend you come and have a look at them. But some really nice entries and some very worthwhile artwork. You can see all the entries on here as well. So that was very nice. Uh, dozens of PSA graded Pokemon cards worth thousands of dollars were stolen during a house robbery in the Netherlands. Again, we covered this on the last podcast. Um very uh saddening news but i think it just sort of tells everyone just to be a bit careful about how you organize trades uh we talk a lot more about it in the last podcast as i said but uh yeah sad story of uh graded pokemon cards being stolen and the owner of them being locked in uh, a wardrobe uh, and who had to wait for the police to come and uh, release them so yeah and I'm not sure that the perpetrators have been caught, and I don't think they have, have they? No, no news yet. No, no so news. So still open uh, investigation there. Uh, Pokemon card game will be featured in the Japanese magazine Illustration. So this is very interesting. I know that Mitsuhiro Arita um, uh, has been tweeting about this, and it's obviously been um, tweeted publicly as well now that uh, this magazine is going to be coming out in January. Uh, January the 18th in Japan, uh, Mitsuhiro Arita and numerous other artists have featured in it. Um, Arita-san has done the cover, stunning looking cover for this magazine. Can't wait to see it, to be fair. Um, Really interesting to see an insight of 
what's going to be included in this magazine to be fair from my understanding there's going to be work from uh lots of participating illustrators including one of my favorites so 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 um yes. i'm really need to get hold of this i've been desperately trying to get it from amazon but it's not available for international wires at the moment so hopefully i'll get my hand yeah. on, a, on a copy of this yeah i'm very excited for this indeed it will be heavily focused on illustrations of course yeah but there are indeed various interviews. Monsieur Arita will have his interview. Satoru Nagaya, the creatures art director. Yeah. Yu Nishida, the, the previous uh, illustration Grand Prix winner. Yeah. And um, there are also artists from outside of Pokemon that will that will um, uh, draw their their style uh, of Pokemon. So that's a first. That's very exciting, if you, yeah. may, if you may ask. And these are not the, the uh, artists that are amateurs. These are professionals that have been featured on movies, you know, big, big names. Yeah. And these are not jokes. And that's very exciting, if you may ask. Uh, I personally don't know uh, most of them, but I did search, search up some of these artists and wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I truly hope, yes, that's, that's my only wish. Yeah. I don't care for uh, the, the cards. Yeah, I do care for the cards. It's a lie, but <laughs> <laughs> I truly hope they will release a uh, Sun and Moon or, and Sword and Shield art book. Yeah, absolutely. And the last one from X and Y, the 20th anniversary uh, illustration art book. It was amazing, amazing book. And I again, I truly hope for the 25th anniversary release that art book please because I want to see the full artwork of the cards and in high quality you know um that's it and that's my that's my uh, only hope for the 25th anniversary I'm sure that the next year will be great but that that will that if that book will get released I will be super happy uh, we don't know I don't need the promo uh, many people even now with this magazine, is there a promo in this magazine? Yeah. No, there isn't. There yeah. isn't. And I think that's good because everyone that loves the, the artwork will have a chance exactly to, yeah. to have this uh, magazine for a great price. And uh, again, I hope it comes uh, at least an art book, a full art book by Creatures. And uh, that's my very, very wish. Yes. Well, hopefully it'll come soon. So yes, that's uh, available. Like I said, it'll be available from January the 18th. And I think there's a US site that if you follow Pokey Guardian Twitter, uh, there was a US site doing pre-orders for it for US uh, customers as well. So yeah. check that out on Pokey Guardian. It was called Kino Kunia USA. Yeah. So if you want to pre-order it in America, you can do. So yeah. Okay, our last bit of... Uh, article from 2020 is s5a matchless fighters clara and a reset was revealed so a special product called matchless fighters clara and a reset will be re released on march the 19th we've seen the artwork for it. it's going to cost 11,500 yen similar to the marnie box we got for legendary heartbeat and the nessa box we got for shiny star v um but this artwork is quite interesting features uh, clara and avery looks like they're having a picnic um and it's got some very interesting uh, Pokemon on there, which might give us a hint as to what's going to happen with Matchless Fighters 
um, as far as cards might be concerned. So you're going to get two matchless fighters booster boxes with this, two deck sleeves um, featuring Clara and a deck sleeve featuring Avery. You'll get the uh, deck box and a card storage box. So it's interesting you're actually getting two uh, deck sleeve sets with this rather than just the one. And I think it's a yeah. double deck box as well. So slightly different from what we've seen in the other uh, boxes. So yeah, very interesting product coming out 19th of March. And that is our year in review. I hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast. It's been definitely interesting looking back at the last year and how much news we've covered. And um, I think it just it's a huge testament to Zachariah and the work put in at Poke Guardian for delivering all this news to all of us. So I'd like to say a big thank you to all the effort put in from Zachariah. Um, thank you. Getting the news to all of us. Uh, so yeah. Follow us on Poke Guardian podcast. Um, we obviously do summarise what we do every month on Poke Guardian and keep a close tab of the Poke Guardian website, pokeguardian.com, and Poke Guardian Twitter accounts. And you can also watch some videos of Pokemon Japanese product openings over on my channel on Poke Taj YouTube channel. And I'm on Twitter as well at Poke Taj. So hope you've enjoyed listening to our podcast and thank you for all your love and support over the year and the support you've shown to this podcast since we started a few months ago hope you have a wonderful new year and we'll be back with some more podcasts for you in 2021 goodbye goodbye have a nice day